Wake up, gamers, because you're listening to Big Thing to Mention with Dan and Bob Video Games. I didn't plan an intro. Neither did I. Chris Wolfhard. Rest in peace, Johnny Hardwick. And Dr. Agro. My opinions about Evo are as loud as they are uninformed. Here on Gigaboots. Okay. So normally I do a little bit of talking. And then I fade. We're fading now. That I can say. The plan was don't get a haircut until I hit my 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 weight goal of 200 pounds. But I realized if I keep growing out the hair and I shoot past and get too buff, I'm just going to become Steve Emery Info. <laughs> and as I become that, all I can see myself doing is holding the bowl full of Mega Man cereal made by Funko Papa going, wow, this is really great. Some of these circles are green. <laughs> and then some of your and some of your flesh starts flaking off like like his because he's eating shit from 1940 lately. Yes. <laughs> uh, you have no idea the depths of my alarm when I'm watching his new videos and I'm like, this shit's in tin cans from 1940. You're not going to eat that, right? You're not going to eat that. Right. No, no. <laughs> we won the war. It's okay. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's kind of horrifying every time out. Because he has hit a string recently where he's like, wow, look at this. It held up. And everyone watching is like, <laughs> no, it didn't. didn't. <laughs> Don't eat it, man. It's not supposed to be that color. <laughs> You shouldn't be opening the saltines in here and saying nice hits. <laughs> I was relieved he didn't eat the, the ones from 1920. Yeah. He just opened it and was like, yep, this is <laughs> yeah, good. We were both like very afraid <laughs> in that moment. He's just like, I'm going to pour it out. I'm like, no, please, dude, don't do it. <laughs> uh, anyways, we, we played a video game, but you know what else we did? We watched the Twisted Metal show and did a podcast about it, and it was good. What the hell? Right? That's not supposed to happen. That was a that was a fucking arc I went on. They they're like, we're gonna do a Twisted Metal show, and I'm like, good. It'll fly low enough on the expectations and budget level to get away with some shit that The Last of Us wouldn't, right? <laughs> or any other important show wouldn't, like the upcoming God of War show, mm -hmm. which Amazon God, is working why on. why is that a show? I, that should have just been a movie. It's gonna be so fucking bad. One, yes, should have been a movie. Two, I'm mostly just pissed off because you know they're skipping to oh, yeah, God of already, War 2018. They already said they're, they're never, skipping it, which it, is it so sad. It should have been nothing. <laughs> I never thought of it that way. We have an incredibly cinematic way to enjoy the story of, of the last two God of War games. It's the fucking God of War game. What? Yeah, I don't, I don't see like with Last of Us that gets like the boomer brain does that that hits like the boomer brain disease where they just turn off if they see magic because it's just zombies and science. Yeah, but the moment Kratos like lifts that really heavy log in the opening, every single person over fifty is is gone. Maybe I feel like with enough superhero movies, maybe we've gotten to no, a point. Those are superhero movies. I feel like they, nope. they can make God of War grounded enough. Like they'll take out every single thing that where it's like, oh, this is cool and fantastical, and they're like, oh, now it's like watching Hercules. <laughs> well, see, it, it isn't gonna get the boomer. 
<laughs> it isn't going to get the boomers anyway because it's not going to air on TV the way The Last of Us did. So it's mm -hmm. literally just going to be for no one. <laughs> That's how you know it's an Amazon show. <laughs> it's going to be roughly similar in, in tone, quality, and audience to the Jupiter's Legacy show that Netflix did. I'm going to have to trust mm. him that that is a show they did. <laughs> I believe you. I mean, if it turns out that good, we're the cool. Yeah, that's a miracle in and of itself. But yeah, I had I had hope for Twisted Metal very early on because of that, because it might sneak under the budget restraints and expectations and other things. And then and then text started coming out about it. It's like, oh, he has to travel across the country with this mute lady he knows nothing about. And I'm like, oh, this sounds fucking terrible. And it's like her name's quiet. And I'm like, oh, and an original character for the series, too. We're so fucked. <laughs> uh and then they show that trailer for whatever reason at the Game Awards, was it? I don't remember. It's just like, sweet dude's yes, gonna it, it be was funny. The, and he's gonna beat up the, the main uh, character and it's gonna look terrible because it's physical action in a streaming show. I like how you're slipping into Will Arnett to describe it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> describe I am the slipping scene with Will Arnett into Will Arnett, aren't I? I have a problem, okay? <laughs> I transpose people's names. It is a fact. We all know it happens. <laughs> and I was thinking of wrestling at the time. <laughs> how often do you have to pen that as a, a context <laughs> to justify things you do? I live in the Florida panhandle. <laughs> Every time I talk to a cop, that is a phrase that I have to say. Officer, in my defense, I was thinking about wrestling. I was thinking about time. wrestling and how much I respect the troops and how important the blue line is. Look, have I have I, have I said that you look very nice? Have you noticed I'm white? Okay, let's keep going. In my defense, every time I've seen the muscle buster performed on television, the person survived it. <laughs> Holy shit. How was I to know that those muscle groups could not withstand that level of torsion? Also, Bob, I had a genius epiphany uh -huh. in, the, in the time. I, I told Bob, I really, because the whole thing, I cannot be the gamer gone ripped unless I get ripped via gaming. That's my stance. Bob disagrees. He's like, you could go to a gym, dude. It's fine. Get Here, out of my house and go to a just gym. Just go to fucking gym, please. I was like, I need to get weights to lift with my arms to even this out. Otherwise, I'm going to end up with a freakishly huge right bicep. And the left will just look like a normal arm. And I'm like, wait, wait. After weeks of thinking about this, I realized I can own that as long as I always cosplay that guy from Yu Yu Hakusho. Who does the running, like, what do they call it? Like, it was like the, the, the right arm bum, bomber or something. Yeah, he some had some ludicrous name where he's like, I'm going to run so hard into you. My bicep will kill you. <laughs> and I'm like, this dude is fucking amazing. That makes no sense. <laughs> Love that dude. Anyway. Kibano? I the think dude that's right. From the, fuck, the dude from the fucking... Ginkai's tournament? Yes. Yeah. Yes, that guy. Yeah. Okay, so the reason he calls it the big arm bomber is uh -huh. because um when Hulk Hogan wrestled in Japan, he <laughs> called his his finisher was the clothesline he called I think the axe bomber. Cool. <laughs> Those are dots you could connect. Go ahead. Uh anyway. That and then the Twist Mail show came out and it was good. Weird. That was weird. Mm -hmm. That was weird. Yeah, I was really unsure about it for like the first two episodes, and I was like, "Wait, 
What? I was like, no up, way. Episode two, I was like up and down on episode one. I couldn't figure out because there's there's stuff in episode one where I'm like, oh, it's going to be that exact terrible show. I imagine <laughs> um, that was crazy. That was absolutely nuts. If you haven't watched it yet, go go listen to that podcast because you're just listening to four guys go. How was this not terrible? We yeah. have a long history of watching streaming shows that are terrible at best. Right. <laughs> Yeah, there's one that's going to come out in three weeks that probably isn't going to be nearly as good as Twisted Metal. I'm, I'm oh. sorry, I can't watch that one. I'm playing Armored Core. <laughs> I thought this was going to be my mom said I'm not allowed to watch that. It seems like that's one of the violent animes. I, I could get a note from my mother. <laughs> yeah, you can. Well, let me just, I can't watch just, anything rubber-based. You just tweeted an image of the note sitting on a desk. This is my doc, my mom's note saying I don't have to make this content. <laughs> oh my god, that <laughs> I would die. Oh I my would... god, I could have been writing doctor's notes for years. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> All those I opportunities gone. So much bleach. <laughs> <laughs> And he's not talking about over the past like year or so. He means this week. <laughs> we we uh we haven't recorded yet. We're doing it after this, but this is the first week we've had to do the ten episodes at once thing. And holy shit, is that a ride? <sighs> so look forward to that sometime soon. Uh patrons. Uh other yeah, people patron. you have to you have to no, wait you a little have to bit. Wait longer. a month. You have to wait five weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyways, we got to talk about video games. Mm. Yeah. Not Twisted Metal, which is a show and definitely not a video game. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> Don't worry, it'll be a live service video game soon. It sure fucking will. Fucking pet cemetery ass motherfucking bitch of a situation I'm in. They're like, Jim so Ryan doing a fucking soy face as he introduces the Twisted Metal that costs $60 and has a battle pass. No, I'm sorry, $70. <sighs> If they if they destruction all stars <laughs> twisted fucking metal, I'm gonna be so mad. Yeah, I don't understand how they do, they can't see that live service games cannot be seventy dollars. I don't know if I told this story on big things, so I'm gonna cram it in very shortly right now. We went to GameStop earlier this year, and they were like, "Sir, you have a pre-order. You haven't canceled." And I'm like, "Uh, what game is that?" They're like, "Destruction All Stars," and I'm like, "That's hilarious." That didn't come out physically. That isn't a game you could buy. It is, that didn't happen. And they just had a blank look on their face because they have no fucking idea what Destruction All-Stars was. But yeah, that pre-order was from when it was going to be a launch title for money. Yeah. Like full fucking yeah. box. Didn't they still do one. a box version like later? They might have done it later, but it wasn't even at the launch, which happened right. months after when it was supposed to, and it was way cheaper. Mm -hmm. But that was just a moment of like, man, you ever have vaporware like pre-ordered? <laughs> That's what it felt like. It felt like if they were to just, sir, you still have a pre-order for Duke Nukem forever? <laughs> I don't... Would yeah, you like to pick uh... that up? Blow it out, Yuri! <laughs> and then I kicked the glass window open, and they didn't get the joke, and I ended up in prison. <laughs> Officer, I was make, thinking like, about wrestling. At the time. <laughs> somebody needs to make like a voice changer. 
using yeah. it and and put, use an algorithm on it that's powered by AI to detect if you're doing a Duke Nukem impression <laughs> and it bit crushes your voice. <laughs> I think that's possible. I think that would be. Po I mean, you could just buy a kick pedal, you know, just activate star well, I'm power. I'm talking about it's like I'm talking about it's like a choker that you wear around your neck and it just works, <laughs> oh like God. in your day to day life. That's a really great idea. I haven't been this enthused to have a weird microphone speaker set up on my head since I got that Darth Vader mask when I was like six. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. A Duke collar? Yes. If you commit certain crimes, the state in which you live in may strap you with a Duke collar. Uh... Same, same, same idea, but for doing Solid Snake's voice, but it doesn't, it doesn't filter it. It just, it just injects you with a lethal poison because oh, no. I'm tired of hearing bad Solid Snake impersonations. <laughs> it is the year 2023. Mario and Luigi's a really good game. Yeah. That is way better than Paper Mario. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first one, because that's all we played so far for anyone who's not paying attention. Uh, that soundtrack is also way better than Paper Mario's. It is not a weird circus symphony. What what a surprise. It's like it had music instead of not. Instead of fucking nightmare. Um, that was fantastic. That was a great time. I enjoyed that game very, very much. It had ideas. It was engaging. It was quirky. It had amazing animations all over it. Yeah, I can't believe how, many, how much animation it had. Yeah, all the all the DS ones look really great, and then on the 3DS they attached the Soul Vacuum to the franchise. Yeah, I've seen the comparisons now. I've seen what they did. Because when they get to the 3DS, they remake the one we just played. They go, hey, here's that. It's pre-rendered sprites or just bad 3D graphics that kind of try to look like they're going for a polished version of the Super Mario RPG thing, so we end up in this weird middle ground of not visually compelling. Meanwhile, this has they insanely fluid 2D animation, like amazing sprite work with a ton of charm and expressiveness. So they like it's it's like they rip out all the exaggeration, like when Cacletta is doing the really big exaggerated poses and animations mm -hmm. on the 3DS version. Those are all really subdued because that that's hard. Yeah, with the visual style they had chosen, so it just looks bad. Mm -hmm. And they butchered that game's music. Oh, I didn't even go and listen to that. I probably shouldn't. I should probably Yeah, not. you shouldn't. It, it's not Yoshi's New Island bad, but it's pretty <laughs> fucking bad. Agro, I'm going to describe an item to you. This item right. will be in a JRPG. Uh-huh. This item is equipable. So, so it's equipment. It is equipment. Okay. Agro, I had a brilliant idea for my RPG on the Game Boy Advance. Oh, no. This equipment will make you stronger for the more potions you hold. And not just the item named potion, but super potion, high potion, and ultra potion. They will all stack and you will do more damage for each and every one of those you hold. That. <laughs> I feel like you're, you're supposed to not reward that behavior. <laughs> what if we did, though? But... I want that. They sent the game with that in what, it, and I what don't if, know how. What if, what if maxing out all your potions made you do literally five times as much damage as you could be doing in any other set with any other situation with any other setup of equipment? And even, even more amazing. Yes. 
even more amazingly is the parts where it doesn't just give you a giant attack stat. It does a thing that should just not work via management of the attack stat. Uh, because at the end of certain attacks in this game, you'll do a flurry of small attacks that are supposed to do a damage. And now they do 36 each. <laughs> yes, aggro. It is not increasing your damage, like your attack value on the status screen. It is adding a damage modifier to every attack you hit. So imagine if you just had a dagger in Dungeons and Dragons that was plus 37. <laughs> Every Koopa kid was blown up on impact. Yeah, literally every boss near the end of that game is just like, oh, oh, they're vaporized. <laughs> they're like, wait, don't do it. And then Mario does it. <laughs> I have a mechanic you should interact with. Yeah, once you guys got through the Flawless. opening of the final boss where they just try to kill you frame one. Uh-huh. After you got past that, I think you killed her in like three attacks. Yeah, Bob, Bob picks up the controller and he's like, yeah, there we go. We did it. <laughs> this ultra insane form that has all these attacks. I, I hit it a few times. It's dead now. I was able to dodge it once and that was enough. <laughs> right? That was fucking hilarious. What a fucking... God. It's, it's, it's like the last four bosses, uh, story bosses in Octopath 2 felt. That's, that's <laughs> like, you did my chapter four first, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Ultimate combo. <laughs> that's that's the best. That is sick out of its mind. Yeah. What maniac designed an item to now, do that? Now here's the fucked up part. Somehow the rest of that wasn't it. You can buy this item, and there is a better version of it you can buy. So both Mario and Luigi are just Dr. Livesey walking into the fucking Koopa Castle. <laughs> what is it called? I don't even... It was like, like, mushroom like the pants mush or something. It's like the Mush Power Badge or yeah, some the shit mush, like that. The Mush Badge. Holy shit. And Mush Badge Plus. So yeah, every mushroom. <sighs> every mushroom. And you can just buy mushrooms. And we had 99 of that. And then damn near 99 of the next one. And... They even scale it. They're like, well, obviously the super mushroom should have more of an impact than the normal mushroom. <laughs> My penis is about to explode off. What do you mean more impact? Like, I'm always a fan when, uh, when, when a JRPG like buries a mechanic and like people probably won't do this. Right. So we'll put some really powerful shit at the end of this weird jank combo. Mm -hmm. Potions. <laughs> This isn't yeah, and this isn't at the end of the game. It's halfway through. <coughs> yeah, yeah. I, they just give you the fucking obliterator. They give you the biggest gun in the world. That's I, so good. And like, here's the thing: we stream a game like Evergrace, and Evergrace made the mistake of giving us a thing that's kind of doled out slowly. Three of them right next to a door that will reload the area. So we just kept running in a circle grinding stats insanely like this. That sounds like some FromSoft shit. That's an oopsie. This fucking item's <laughs> whole purpose is to... What, what, what if they just threw sparkles in Bowser's face and he exploded? <laughs> They're like, oh, Mario likes mushrooms. We should take advantage you of walk this. Into the you walk into Bowser's fucking castle. He's like, Mario, you're finally here. And then it does like a reverse shot. And it's just Gogeta standing there doing the Stardust Breaker. Yes. 
it really it really felt like that every time because every Koopa kid is just like, ah, I'm gonna get out and attack a baby. They're like, I have a bond next to me. It's gonna go off in five turns. What are you gonna do? Yeah, halfway through the Koopa kids, there's like, I'd set up a bomb in five turns. We both die, and I'm just like. You won't see one turn from now. <laughs> I haven't counted that high in the last 10 hours. The, the, the bomb runs away after you kill the Koopa Kid. Yeah, it's so good. The bomb's like, fuck that. I'll go blow up over there. That'll be better than what just happened to him. This is so fucking good. What an unhinged fucking thing to be in the game. But yeah, the music's really great. The animations, I cannot stress how charming they are. They're so good, Thor High Heels put them in a Patreon bumper. Because of course he did. They they have an idle dance nonstop where it's like, oh, you're on an attack screen and you're trying to figure out what Luigi's doing. So he's just going to like do this the whole time. And he's really into it. And I'm like, oh, this is like one of the best animations I've ever fucking seen. Thank God it loops. Thank God this is most of the game. This fucking rules. Yeah, I still wish that we went to more kingdoms. Being in the bean kingdom the entire time eventually became hilariously like, why is everything a bean? Yeah, I thought we were going <laughs> to visit a bunch of kingdoms, but they're like, no, you cross the border to the bean kingdom and now the game happens. And I was like, oh, I thought we were just going to cross a lot of borders. I, li I like that part where you get a... Uh... Fuck. <laughs> 999,999,999 mushroom kingdom coins, but due to the conversion rate, it's only 99 bean bean kingdom coins. Yes. That was really good. That was really good. That, that, that game is very, very funny. Uh, I do need to know, what was it we were... They were bean fruits. Yes. So there's a quest that is a classic filler quest, like near the end of this game. I would say in the last 15%, 10%, somewhere in that range. Uh, they're like, these Yoshis are so hungry. They crave bean fruits, which are buried in the ground. We will vaguely map, like mark your map for these giant screens or sets of screens, and you'll just have to figure out where in the ground the bean fruits are and um we'll just use and, rush tell them to dig uh-huh and then there you go no no unfortunately rush search was not in mario and luigi search okay. um couldn't find the word i'm like rush snip no uh, <laughs> i just looked up a god i'm like this is, fuck this this is what kid b would have done too fuck this so you know turns out they're all in the middle of a circle of flowers so you just go there, and then you look around, and then you go, there it is, and then you dig a hole. And sometimes they have to make the circle weirdly shaped, so it's like, oh, it's on the left side of the circle of flowers. Because it's, like, it's two tiles. Yeah, because yeah, they didn't make it right. It's like, on. Bob's deranged. He's like, this game made me dig two holes. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> they, they have too many powers on the overworld. They are not managed well. And that's got annoying as we need to switch between like four different things between the two characters. Here's the yeah. thing. You're describing it as a problem with too many powers. Mm -hmm. And that's not the thing. I mean, yeah, the it's a button layout. That each Mario bro has four different things they can do. And you toggle them with different shoulders and then do different face buttons to do them. And they do different things when they're not the lead Mario bro. So you will countless times end up in a situation where it's like 
okay, I need Luigi in the back so he can shove the hammer up Mario's ass and then toss him over this thing. And so you have to hit like the start button and then and then this thing or select. I don't remember. I think it's start. Anyway, and then you hit this to enable this Mario bro to do this. And then once you've done that, they go even more unhinged. It's like, well, now that he's in the mode you set him in, which is under a box and it's funny, he now has a command that does this versus that. And the other Mario bro now has a command that does this versus that. For example, there's a get on the box function that has now appeared within that menu. So toggle through... So, yeah, that's not great. Mm. A simple radio I, menu would have saved me. <laughs> and, and again, I don't even think the um, the 3DS remake fixes that. I, like, I don't even think it's being like, okay, now Y and, like, y and X are your... Yeah, yeah, your, you have your, so many your, more buttons. You your, hammer touch and, at that point. your hammer and your, your hammer and... Like, it, they don't do like, okay, these buttons jump the brothers always no matter what. Mm-hmm. And then these buttons do the do the other shit like they don't even do that those those remakes are truly were just pointless yeah it's 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 crazy because what this has led me to believe is i never want to play another mario and luigi game because i'll just get sad two the, the the all the ones on the ds are solid the third one may, maybe is better than the first one bowser's inside story maybe better than the first one yeah people then, speak very highly of bowser's big hole yes but then you get to the 3DS, and, and I, I didn't even beat the first 3DS one, the Dream Team one, because it was just like, Bowser's the villain again. He found a magic MacGuffin, so he's the antagonist. That's all. That's every single Mario RPG series after the DS. They, like, all went back. Like, it felt, it general, gen, that's the reason people came up with Miyamoto walks around hating story, is because all of them yeah. individually went over to, no, Bowser, only Bowser can be the villain. He has to be the villain forever, even though the whole point of these RPGs was you got to see him in context other than being the villain. Which was fantastic because in this game, Bowser gets amnesia and becomes someone else's like crony. So he's like, hey, rookie, you solved this. And he's like, duh. And I'm just like, this is funny as hell. Like, this is great to see Bowser just not remember anything Mm -hmm. and and do this. And Bowser's inside story, half the game is playing as him. Huh. Hmm. He has his own combat system. He has his own bosses. Yeah, people swear by uh, partners in time, but then they said some things that made me go, whoa. <laughs> partners of time's okay. I don't think it's as good as one or three, but I I right. beat that on, on an actual DS, and I would not have tolerated that if it was, you know, as bad as people, some people implied. Like, I can't see myself have been sitting there like, it's fine, the battles take five minutes. Like, I, would, I wouldn't have done that. Mm. but yeah it's I'm, I'm scared so yeah so i'm gonna be a little baby bitch boy play paper mario the thousand year door and then go and that was the month and then bow because it sounds and like then, and then you and everybody everybody can scream at retro hardware people on twitter and be like make a ds consoleizer so you can get the other ones that would uh, that it would it would be nice if someone made a DS consoleizer worth a fucking cent, like anything. <laughs> Please, God. It's Al- not allegedly somebody got Bowser's Inside Story working on the Wii U by porting it into one of the games that work on the Wii U. Wow, that's surprising. That adds that does not always work. 
I've watched videos of that not working on other <laughs> games like I, uh, Pokemon 5th Gen, for example. Because they have an emulator, and that's the funny thing. Everyone already go. Everyone always does this. They're like, well, they already have a PS2 emulator. Why don't you just inject whatever PS2 game you want to play? And then you watch as Curse of Darkness melts. And it's like, oh, that's why. Because it's going insane. It's like watching a computer die from the inside. Um... But yeah, they they do have um they they do have one of them on. I think it's Partner in Time is on the Wii U. One of them is on the Wii U. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, Bob, did you have anything else you wanted to say about? Not much. I I, I was surprised they gave Luigi a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah that that sure like hit the that sure hit like the. Like, when you're from a really repressed family, they either force you to only play Nintendo things, or they let you get into Kingdom Hearts. And so, like, the people who should have been into Kingdom Hearts but didn't make that transition got to Superstar Saga and saw those interactions and, like, their, all their brain cells turned on. You, you need to understand, Agra. This, I do need to understand. This is Prince Bean Lee. Every time he shows up, he addresses the group, and then he goes, Luigi. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yes. It is Peasley. There we go. Thank there you. There we go. Um It is palpable. <laughs> and then someone in chat was like, Can you believe they shipped these two? And I'm like, half the scenes Luigi's blushing. Alpha Dream shipped these right? two. What do you <laughs> like they shipped the game? This is canon. I don't know what you're talking I don't about. No. What you're talking about. Um, yeah, that, that, that interaction is fantastic. Uh, weird, weird parallel, but really an inversion. Uh, the only good song in Paper Mario, basically, the first one, is the Ice Castle. The worst song in Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga is the Ice Castle. It's four seconds long and loops, and that is the longest dungeon in the game. Yep. Even with our insanely, we just sat there going "bimbity bobbity boo," put it together. What do you got? Even when we were so overpowered with that mushroom equipment, it still took the longest of any dungeon. It was crazy. Yeah, we were making jokes about like Yoko Shimomura, the composer on um, the Super Mario RPG, but also Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga just saved her sick leave all the way to the end of development and took it all at once. <laughs> I'm pregnant. No, you aren't. You gonna check? <laughs> and just leaves. <laughs> well, this is the four-second loop she had done by the time she screamed that and leapt out the ten-story window. <laughs> five o'clock means five o'clock, baby. <laughs> so that's 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 insane and weird and uh, seems karmic in the way that those two are that specifically the opposite of each other. But elsewise, that soundtrack was really good. I could have used a couple more songs, but it was a really great soundtrack. And that was awesome after Paper Mario. Yeah. People tell me Thousand Year Door has a way better soundtrack. I hope to God they're right, because we're streaming it for at least 31 hours, and I would like to note a trend. I noticed with Mario and Luigi... If we didn't have the insane unlock power, the file may have said 18 or so hours when we finished. Mm -hmm. Because it did not, because we were so strong. They're, they're, the gamers are at it again. 
They're entering the file save time of... Yeah, that's how long it takes to beat. No, the game's not counting the whole time you're playing. Mm-hmm. Because our stream was 18 hours and it said 16 and a half or 16 and 10 or whatever. Right. And I'm like... So anyways, don't... Don't do that. If you're out there and you're like, I beat a game, I'm going to write what the file save system says is the time. Don't do that. That's worse than you not submitting anything, probably, unless the time is already heinously incorrect. Add any amount of time. Be like, the file system said that. That's bullshit, though, so I'm adding two hours. But you're good, Bob? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. You didn't play anything else, right? Oh, I played some stuff. Oh, fuck you. I'm oh, going to wow. talk about 30XX. Hey, Chris, did you play 30XX? No, I didn't have time. I played 30XX, and when you first booted, it's like, you you want to like keep the save? You were in early access. You want to keep that save or get rid of it? And I'm like, I want to get rid of it. And it's like, you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. And they're like, but no, really, it's gone if you say yes. And then the option says, is there a stronger word than yes? <laughs> so I select that. I deleted the save, and I almost beat the game on the third run. And I'm like, damn, because the other runs were not that close. <laughs> uh, 30XX changed a decent bit from the early access, which it's been in early access for two, almost three years, I think. God. It's been forever. Um, at very least, it's over uh, two years long. Uh, the entire base is completely redesigned. Um, there are a lot of renaming, rebalancing of mechanics, like things there are there are similar to things that were there before but not um certain economies and things are different now and i feel like they balanced it to be a little bit more uh sane a little bit more medicated uh not letting me break open the game as a funny joke <laughs> um it's very it's very it's very interesting what they've changed and uh there are a number of levels that were not there in the early access the last time I checked it, which was a little under a year ago. It was November last year. Um, those levels are really cool. They basically made wall rangda bangda that isn't a nightmare, which, you know, it's easy to not make it a nightmare. Don't make the wall spikes, you fucking assholes. Don't make the floor <laughs> spikes. Don't remove the floor that's safe. Don't make it a face that shoots its eyeballs at you. Plot gears are pretty cool. Uh, for anyone who's never played 30XX, it's basically a Mega Man game that's a roguelike. It's a Mega Man X game that is a roguelike. You can play as they're parallel to Mega Man or they're parallel to Zero. That's it. Uh, it runs really insanely well. Really fucking good feeling one. Yeah, it's. I mean, it helps that they have a custom engine. It's not a Unity game. It's not an Unreal Engine game. Uh, the custom engine can run at hundreds of frames a second if you let it and... At a certain part, it starts to feel more responsive than any other game I've ever played. Um, yeah, I really enjoy it, and the soundtrack's really, really good. They actually did change out some of the songs that were there originally for uh, post-victories, and they also made it when you hit a mini-boss, the song changes and also changes volume. So that that's changed, too. Also, there's digging in this game now. There's a level with underground things where you, you dig. Like, imagine a swimming level in a video game. Uh-huh. That. You hold down and you go down. Weird. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's, they, they have a number of different levels where, you know, they have unique mechanics per level. 
they had that that was new for me and they have a gravity level that is also a water level and the way that plays into the mini boss is pretty neat and interesting like really unique because not only are there gravity man style gravity fields that you step into and then that flips you mm. um this level specifically has like mechanisms to move the water up and down and projectiles may or may not get affected by that as well as enemies yeah they had a lot of interesting ideas with this game and i'm really enjoying it and it still has the uh the i forget what they call it like classic or something but it's it turns it into a stage select like select the stage you want to do go try it etc they still have that i haven't booted up the thing came out last yesterday night. yeah so <laughs> i haven't had a whole lot of time Especially since I'm uh, working on a video. Yeah, I think Mega Mode is correct. Um, and of course, they have the level creator made by the person who made the level creator for Mega Man Maker. So that thing's fully in the game now and incorporated into not a separate booted executable hmm. or what have you. Uh, and I haven't had time to check that out too, but this, game, this game's really great. It's going to end up on my game of the year list, of course. Like, I put in 32 hours into it before today. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, Bob, you also played 30, 30XX. I, I also played 30XX. Um, I waited all the way until now to play it since uh, I was waiting for it to end, uh, exit early access. Does it have... Did you buy... I bought it, like, a year ago. Okay. <laughs> I was going to ask because I didn't know if there was a launch discount. Anyways, go ahead. Um... I was surprised that this game still does not feel like it is left early access. Like I do it. The intro is a single tutorial level with a couple of lines of dialogue. And then some of the text doesn't properly fix the text boxes and it didn't detect my controller. Right. So I had to reassign all the buttons. And even once I reassigned them, they were all like label drawing. What but controller right. are you using? The DualShock 5. You mean the DualSense? Yes, the DualSense. Mine worked fine. I don't. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Fun. that's okay. weird because mine worked. I only played it in early access, but it worked fine there. Yeah, it's like did you boot it in big picture mode. No, okay, I don't know, but yeah, it just lots of weird little problems like that, and then not not nothing's explained from like all these weird things like oh this power does this if your corruption's a hundred percent. I was like, what's corruption? Yeah, I don't know what's... what corruption is. Yeah, and I, I felt like I was running into a bunch of that. I yeah, was like okay, I'll wait until they're done. I mean, more. that's kind of a roguelike thing to jump you with mechanics that are kind of like you discover, you fuck around and find out is a thing in many roguelikes. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of this does come down to that, but I, I still haven't run into corruption at all. Like, yeah. And then and I almost beat the game. <laughs> <laughs> I also, for some reason, a weird burnout system started activating sometimes and I couldn't figure out why. Like I, I'd shoot too many times and I have a bar above my head and it'd fill up and I'd couldn't shoot anymore. I assume it's a thing you picked up. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. There's just a lot of weird things like that that made me less interested in playing it. And also, man, I feel like the art style, it generally looks nice, but I had a lot of trouble figuring out what platforms I could and could not like wall side grab onto, what I could and could not jump through. Like, they all look like the same little thin platform, but they have so many different stipulations for what it could be. Yeah, if if I were to have a complaint about this game, it would be the readability of environments and the obviousness of, like, what is a thing and isn't a thing for 
how you physically interact with it is a problem. Yeah, that and the enemies I have that problem with sometimes too, because I'm like, that that's a object that's shooting wind horizontally in this level. Mm-hmm. I can clearly land on that. It looks like a platform. Oh. No, it's, it's going to enemy. It hurts. Yeah, it had a face. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's a face. You jumped on the face. You can stand on things with a face in Mega Man 2, the only Mega Man game that ever existed, according to some but that's developers. Because, that's because the NES couldn't uh, deal damage on the faces. <laughs> but yeah, I felt like... Oh, I didn't know that technical limitation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> interesting to find that out. No, I don't... Some video games, you find out you can stand on a thing and you don't, you take damage. Um... Yeah, I don't no. think that one's weird. Um, I, I don't know. I, I felt like I was having that all the time with different enemies, and I think it's just that they shaded and everything. Like they don't make me dis- look distinctly different enough from the background art where I can tell that it's an enemy out straight up. Huh? I just shoot anything that's doing a thing. Like if it shoots a tornado, if it shoots anything, mm-hmm. I shoot it to see if I can stop it from doing that or kill it. Because there, there are black holes right. that you shoot them, they don't die, but it does disengage the black hole. Right. Um, I was going to say about the text box th- thing, did you, uh, did you change your resolution after booting it? I think I ch- so. I changed mine and yeah, I did that. I was like, oh. Okay, so maybe a reboot right. will fix it? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah, if you reboot. Because obviously like we both were at different resolutions and then changed mm-hmm. to other. Yeah, so it's, it's the changing the resolution that doesn't work once it's booted, which sucks. Yeah. Like obviously that <laughs> should have been fixed by the time you launched. Um, I'm trying to think if there are any other glitches I ran into. Hmm. Did uh, it launch on consoles yeah it's launching on switch and they said soon that might have been like a few hours later yeah they they yeah. delayed it on the switch i heard oh, really? so okay. i don't remember what they said delayed it to though so it might be like a one week sort of thing to okay. find stuff out gotcha um oh yeah the other thing i i have a real hard time figuring out when and when i do not take damage like i feel like you can really easily get into a situation of like yeah you know you're taking a ton if you think you can damage boost yourself like you do a Mega Man, oh, you yeah. will vaporize. No, mm-hmm. no. The iframe thing's much shorter. One of the pickups is to extend the iframe to be more generous. Yeah, it's, it's just really weird. Mm-hmm. And there's not like a good hard knockback to the when you first get hit either. So you don't know. Like you don't know when the damage is coming in. I mean, there's a giant number that pops up that says you took 10 damage. Yeah. So that's a pretty good way to tell if you've taken 10 damage, but yeah yeah no it doesn't act like Mega Man in that regard no yeah so it's okay I, I might go back I might give it another few months to see if they add more story it, it's really weird to have almost none I still I don't know what the deal is with the story because I too thought they would add more like the weirdest part is they did add more to that tutorial since the last time I had played it mm-hmm. like imagine that tutorial ended literally halfway through with the capsule okay and that's what it was before. And then they added the tiny bit you play as Nina after that. And still, when you get to the base, it feels like the story's just gone. Yeah. Like, I do. I, the, do they the, even add, like, do they even introduce, like, Girl Sigma? Like, I think, jokingly? I think the word introduce is being too generous. Right. It feels like uh, I should have fully played the last game and I'll understand the lore from there or something. It, that's what it felt like. It, that's so that's so weird because like 
I get wanting to do a more Spartan type of roguelike, but like the the industry, like the genre has evolved a little bit in the past five years, where you're expected to at least have like here's the intro and here's the ending. Right, like if the scale is Binding of Isaac versus like Hades, mm-hmm. this is somehow like slightly to the left of Binding of Isaac because <laughs> when you play Binding of Isaac. Uh, at least in the past, like, I don't know if it was like this at launch or patch later. It may have been more than what I'm going to describe. There were cinematics Mm. (laughs) that would show a thing happening to Isaac or Isaac remembering a thing. Yeah, this doesn't. This, you get to the base and like hit the button to play the game. Like, what do you mean hit the button to play the game? Yeah. What do you uh, hit the button? (laughs) And then you play the game. You stand on the thing to to play the game and then what there's like one fucking... npc standing in the corner like i can open this door where you can actually engage in upgrades i'm like well are you going to yes what was this about <laughs> so i think she only opens that after you do your first run that would make sense because i might i probably accidentally hit the button to play the game oh you fool i um, know so so you, you didn't run into what i would assume you would have run into in that starting area up in the like not the ceiling but right below it on the wall in the background there's like a yellow metal circle and it lights up when you get in front of it you touch that thing it teleports you outside and now you're just wandering the base and cannot walk back in because that gate is closed so you then have to find where you got teleported out hit a spring jump up to that and come back in and i'm like what is the structure to this base and i still I, i accidentally warped to the mega man maker part of oh. the base, which okay. was weird. I was like, this is neat. Um, how do I, I does the bus come through here? <laughs> yeah, I was like, how do I get back out? What is happening? I'm really regretting not hitting that button to play the game. <laughs> That's when the doctor's like, I told you. <laughs> um, yeah, I think over there, there's not only that, there's like some other thing further to the left that's some runs thing i don't i don't know i just read it really quick and i'm like okay i'm gonna go play the normal game and this base will naturally and organically unlock to allow me to understand what these other things are and i'm six runs in or something and they're still uh, did you unlock guy who goes to your base and he's like ha i'm gonna show you how to do blank on the other side of this door yeah the one who's like spartan run or something yeah yeah, yeah i unlocked him and then he wouldn't open the door and i was like yeah he still won't you, open the you, door what do you want from me yeah i feel like i almost beat the game and he still <laughs> would open the door i don't i don't know yeah it's weird yeah. i really thought the structure would be a bit more normal once the game hit full launch the base is now on the moon was it not before no it was uh the sky level they basically made it out of assets for the sky level okay and now it's like bespoke assets and i'm like that's cool man imagine if you put some story here to unlock the rest of this i did climb up to the top of the base Uh uh-huh and there was nothing so i went back down there was one more platform that was out of reach i was like how do i get up there i will i get extra jumps i don't know yeah i don't know i don't know so, so I'm going to go check how much this game is. One moment. <laughs> uh, did you have anything else you wanted to say about the game? Not really. Okay. Uh, I will save whatever else I wanted to talk about for later. Hey, Bob. Hey. What else did you play? Um, I also finished Gravity Circuit. I've... 
that game should be way cooler than it is, I think. I feel like it's got all this really great art, some cool mechanics, but it just doesn't coalesce into a, a game I feel like I like. Mm. Um, my favorite part was probably the final box. It was the first part of the game where it was actually like, no, you need to get good at this. The rest of the game, you can just sort of stumble through it drunkenly. Is, it is really easy, but that feels like what's going to be all of these games for the rest of time now. I, I don't think so. Like, this is the first time I felt like this level of so easy in an indie game uh, that's did based you, did on... Did you like, have the double jump on the whole time? Yeah. Because they didn't... Like, Why wouldn't you? with the grappling hook didn't, didn't feel as good as it should, so of course. It didn't feel like they really designed the levels to take full advantage of what it could do. There's just a few times they're like, oh yeah, remember you have this thing? I'm like, yeah, I wish that it were better. <laughs> And then every bot or every random enemy takes multiple hits, so it ends up making the levels feel really slow if you actually engage with fighting them. Um, yeah, it's weird. Like it should be cool, instead it's kind of not. Also, just being able to like you don't get powers from bosses; you get powers from buying them at your the store in the in the game, which I guess they unlock at certain points. Yeah, you they certain you unlock bosses. the boss's powers at the store. Um, but none of those feel that impactful. I don't know. Like eventually you find, you find some that are like, uh, now that I know one of them gives me a dash that lets me also cheese through all platforming. I'm like, yeah, of course that's the first boss to beat. Cause that means I could fly over the level. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. They're really fixated on the Mega Man zero S combo shit. Cause that is something you can do. A thing I did do a lot of bosses is I just do the basic punch one that in, it puts them in the juggle state and then I use the pile driver one, and oh, half their health is gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it felt like if I tried to fight a boss who was out of power meter, I was just kind of wasting my time. So it'd be like, okay, figure out their patterns, then do the, use the recharge boost that's in the, the area right before the boss to fully recharge your power meter, and then you can just blow through them completely. Or if you just come there with your full power bar, you could probably kill the boss the first time out because you can just spam special moves. Yeah, it's it's weird. Um, but yeah, that's all I really got to say about that. Unfortunately, okay. I also played Tower of Fantasy. Tell me about Tower of Fantasy. Oh, what geez, the fuck? I is forgot Tower that came Fantasy? out. I don't know. <laughs> Tower of Fantasy is a Genshin like. That yeah, makes it's, sense. It's, it's a Genshin knockoff. It's a really explicit one also. Uh, from Perfect World, the creators of the MMORPG Perfect World. Oh. Another Chinese company. Um, this thing is rough. Mm -hmm. Every single part of it feels like it's somewhat broken. Like the menus clearly are not made to work on a controller yet. Oh. I don't know if they ever will be. <laughs> That's just modern game design. I don't know what you're talking about. Does it have a destiny menu? <laughs> no. Okay. But... Uh-huh. Go on. Imagine sometimes the menu wants you to use the right analog stick, and sometimes it wants you to use the left analog stick. That's how messed oh. up and broken it is. Yep. Hmm. It has, you know the radial menu you can bring up in Genshin, where you just yeah. you can select yeah. them? And 90% and of the time it works correctly. Imagine if it worked correctly 10% of the time. Ooh. Oh, that's not a good ratio. No, you pull it up. 
you hold the analog stick the direction of the item you want to select. Mm -hmm. You better hold it there for a full five seconds before you actually let go because it just won't work otherwise. So you're getting into really, really specifics before we even know, like, what do you do in Tower of Fantasy? Um, you do Genshin. <laughs> <laughs> you, it's an open world um, action RPG. Uh, oh, wow. This looks identical to Genshin. I have never seen footage so, of this. It looks exactly the same. It's also free to play. It's also free to play. Uh, it came out years ago originally, right? I, yeah, I think two years ago. Two on, years ago on, on PC, PC or something, or, or mobile or something. Um, what what is the aesthetic? It's a weird mix of sci-fi fantasy stuff. Okay. Um, the first big story event is about you. It introduces the world very poorly. I guess that all the humans wear some weird thing that stops them from turning into zombies. Okay. Uh, and they need to keep it recharged. Oh, oh that's from uh, like a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Jeans. It's Hell un- yeah. <laughs> it's unclear if they're robot or partially robot or what. Okay. Like it's super bizarre. I don't think in any of the time I was watching you, I think I saw the tiniest bit of action. Mm-hmm. So it, like Genshin, it's a melee or projectile based action, open world, free to play scam. Yes. Did you run into any of the monetization in this at all? Absolutely. Okay. Is um, it modeled directly on Genshin? Is it very, very similar? Are we rolling for characters? It is very similar. You roll for characters, but it's really weird. In Genshin, the whole thing is you can have a team of four characters. Uh-huh. So, of course, you want a lot of characters. Right. In this, you roll for a character, and then you get them is a skin over your main character and that's it like you have to change it to you get to change oh, to no, one you person failed. i'm sorry <laughs> so imagine chat instead of helping bob unlock his wife and get you you unlocked his wife's skin yeah you get you, literally it's supposed to be something where it holographically projects them over <laughs> you and they, they adopt their personality <laughs> it's like what, what? are you doing what? <laughs> Um, okay. You were, you were telling me some weird stuff about how the story unfolded for you and something about time skips that you felt like members of your team were gaslighting you and weren't real or something. (laughs) You do the first like hour or so of gameplay. It's all very direct and normal. You're helping this girl out at her, uh, like civilization. That's, like on the border of some other community and you just go out and collect items and stuff and everything's normal. Mm -hmm. And then she starts turning into a zombie because of that thing I mentioned earlier. Right. She didn't wear jeans. Yeah. She didn't wear jeans. Yeah. So you go to like the highly advanced Elysium style civilization in the sky above them on the tower of fantasy. Oh, Oh, that's the name. Mm. And then they're like, it's been six months. We found her. She's a robot now. And she's on your team and everything's normal. And we're looking for her brother. I'm like, this was a loading screen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, hang on. So she's a robot now. Yes. Yeah. Not a zombie. No. 
Okay, so it's not like like all all the zombies are really robots. And no, turn into but robot. the but the Borg came up. Apparently, no one saw them, but they they turned her into a Borg and then they just left. Or like, yeah, I, 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 sometime it, like she goes off with her brother, assume presumably to be turned into a robot to save her. Presumably, we don't know. Mission accomplished. Yeah, that's and and then the time skip happens, which really briefly shows a bunch of random cutscenes. Where I assume we save her from that community that turned her into a robot. Okay. But all right. All right. I don't know. <sighs> okay. It's... The main thing I'm getting looking at footage of this is that boy, it doesn't quite look as good as Genshin. Boy, characters sure wildly gesticulate for their animations. Yeah. In ways that just look wrong. Boy, they sure have the hollow soulless anime face. Every time a animation ends in a cutscene, it they like jittery go back to a default sand pose. <sighs> yeah, they like snap into the A pose. It's really jarring looking. Um, worse than that is gameplay, where you know how in Genshin or in Zelda you can climb a mountain because you can climb almost every surface. Yeah, it has that. But imagine fifty percent of the time when you get to the top of the mountain, it'll glitch out. And she'll fall back down the mountain. Like you'll hit the top, you'll hit that going over the final ridge will make the animation glitch out in a way that pops you off the mountain and you fall. Flawless. Tower of fantasies getting over it. <laughs> <laughs> you do have a jetpack in this too to try and increase the mobility. So uh, why are you climbing shit? Uh, because sometimes it recharges. <sighs> <laughs> Sometimes it recharges. It's not a good thing about anything ever. No. You want a thing, if it recharges, to recharge always. Um, the, the audio is also really strange in this. It defaults to Chinese. Okay. Which is whatever. Um, eh, but, if you're releasing in the States, you should probably default to English. Yes. What, what, what I found weird is English is an option. Okay. You can turn it on. It's like, yeah, we have up until chapter 10. It's like, that sounds like pretty far away. Um, unfortunately, it'll, when you have the English selected, some of the characters just start talking Japanese. Just what? In, in the, randomly, not even all the sentences from one character. Just once in a while, they'll switch to it. it this sure sounds like they didn't... Um... <laughs> So there's no oversight on the pronunciation of things. So uh -huh. one dude's named Palu. Uh -huh. Half of the characters call him Paul. And they do so, like, Fuck also off. intermittently. <laughs> like, the same guy will call him Paul and Palu. What is this fucking aughts anime dub? Right? <laughs> this is, Fuck. This is some manga entertainment shit. <laughs> right? You want to know Genshin Impact if it came up and bit you on the dick? <laughs> Um, they do, they are more generous with the, uh, the rolling currency, the, the currency to do your rolls. Well, yeah, it's worth less. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you can actually find what, what would be a roll just sitting out in the, in the environment. Like you literally open a chest and sometimes like, here's the orange orb that lets you do this, which the loot box has got a really cool animation. They fire an orbital laser at you. <laughs> to drop your waifu. Nice. <laughs> waifu extreme. Yeah. Um, Woman and machine. <laughs> <laughs> so I was able to roll a good number of times 
Felt good, right? I hardly got anything. Oh. Because it, it's a mix of, it can be characters or weapons. So it's usually weapons. And the, the characters are weapons? Because they have like a certain sword or spear associated with them. Yeah. So you just have an insanely rare chance in that I, I got the same girl three times. Um, then I got one other character once. Cool. Great. Yeah, it was not, it did not feel great. And of course, I just, you have to go to a separate menu to switch to them. Like, it's, I don't get the former team at all. Oh, I just, you don't, no shoulder button switch. No. Uh, you have to. Yeah, yeah. Okay. When you switch it, all right. Even though they are associated weapon, with a weapon, right. You have three weapons equipped at once. Uh huh. It does not, like, you choose the character skin completely separate from that. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't right. make any sense. Mm. Hmm. So, uh, is Honkai Star Rail out on console yet? Yeah, <laughs> not yet. No, not no yet. That's, that, I'm really excited for that. Allegedly, that, that Blue Protocol thing is going, the, the Amazon Bamco Genshin uh -huh. has been going through betas, and I have not heard a single fucking good thing. It looks like that's also just going to die on impact instantly. It, it does look really hideous. Yeah, when Bob was playing I'm, this at first, I'm like, is this the Bamco one? Like, they <laughs> should be able to animate mouths better than this. I, I'm getting the distinct feeling that Genshin is going to be the only one of these that lives. Man, maybe I've the, never maybe seen the Ark Knight ones will the... be good. Maybe the Ark Knights one will be good. They they know what the fuck they're doing over there. Never seen that happen in the game industry where it's like, oh, this one thing's popular. Let's all line up to die. Right. It's not Fortnite anymore. It's not it's not Fortnite. Hooray. There's a new one in town. It's not rock band or guitar hero or Fortnite. League of Legends. It was wow for a solid decade. Yeah, it was. That was so funny. I feel like it might have been a little bit less than a decade. Well, yeah, just, just the light, slightest bit less because everyone ran out of money to make an MMO before they could do it for a decade. That that made me look up footage of Blue Protocol, and it, the animations look weird. Like, it looks like they're trying to emulate an anime. So, like, when characters talk, they have very few frames in their mouth. Like, it's hmm. trying to be an anime. Hmm. That might be interesting, but could just look terrible. Yeah, it looks like, from what I was able to tell from the Blue Protocol gameplay I watched, they're making something much more, much closer to a straightforward MMO, so it's probably going to implode instantly. Yeah, this actually has more online elements than Genshin. It, you can see random people out in the world when you're walking around. No, I don't want that. I know, right? <laughs> well, I mean, maybe it does it based on region. Did you see a bunch of people who's like, Sunny Day Joe, <laughs> 850 Steve. Because Destiny did that, and that was the funniest part of Destiny. I'm like, man, the tower's full of a bunch of <laughs> peachhead fuckboys. Did not take note of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Holy no, it was shit. so good. It was so good. I was like, there are so many 850s. Why would you design a video game? <laughs> like, I am not playing a video game because I want to interact with the local with, populace. Right? <laughs> Random people around me? No. That's not like, what, what I want you, ever. You know what? You know what bullet point one at like every Final Fantasy 14 thing for the past three years has been it's like we're slowly reducing the amount of people you have to interact with to play the story. Eventually mm -hmm. it will be zero. Yeah. yeah. When, when, when that locks in, that's when I'm getting back into 14. <laughs> that's what it takes. 
Oh yeah, you can you get a customizable main character in this, which is surprising. Uh, that, little... that you then project a yeah, waifu so you, yes, over. Of course, right. there's so many layers yeah, of this like, where it's like, good job on making the system that is the least welcome thing possible. Yeah, this game is making me tired. Yeah, this yeah. Is, this is genuinely exhaustingly incompetent. Yeah, it it doesn't make a lot of sense. Also, the the whole time you're making the character it's zoomed in like around like waist height. Uh huh. So I didn't notice that the outfit I selected turned my character's limbs into robot limbs. Oh. I was like, that's weird. I literally stepped up to this person. So they chopped my legs off. Is, is that locked in now? Yeah. I don't seem to be able to change it. <laughs> Good job, guys. But I mean, I can now project a waifu over it, so... Sure, yeah. Load-bearing poster. Bam. <laughs> Anything else? No, I think that's everything I have to so say about Bob, Tower of Fantasy. So, Bob, would you recommend Tower of Fantasy? No. I tried really hard. I gave this several hours. I even went back the next day to try a few more things, but it's just... Oh, yeah, I even had a point in the story where it's like, you need to be level 19. I'm like... Dude, I've been in cutscenes for the last hour. What do you mean? Where do I even go to level up? You didn't introduce an actual open world to go interact with. Oh, I guess I can go back to that one to the town that the little girl got lost in. I can go back there? Yeah, because by this point, that, that was the cyberpunk super future yes, city you were in, they, right? That game, this game goes insane. Because after that weird time skip, it then's like getting the getting the teleporter. We're going to the desert world. Okay, get in the car. We're gonna drive you into the cyberpunk city in the desert world. I'm like, what? Yeah, that was a little weird to see because <laughs> it's supposed to be like Genshin, and Genshin's literally nothing like that. Yeah, yeah. Genshin's like, hey, there's this giant world. Go explore. It's cool. This is like, what are you doing? No, go to the next story event. We're driving there. <laughs> we're going to explore the splendor of the city. And what was it? You were in a small interior environment in this super city. And there's like some professional he's talking to. I don't know what the fuck's up, but the voices are really quiet like this. And this in the music that has no idea what this cutscene is about is just like. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm just saying that there is no scene in any video game that would not be improved by blasting the only thing they fear is you way louder than any of the dialogue is done. <laughs> it was so funny because the dialogue there was literally like, oh, man, your AI assistant's really cute. <laughs> oh, wait, that actually... Yeah, in the middle of the... There were two kid characters. And I'm just staring at one of them. I'm like, my God. They just made this animation for this girl. They're like, it's a kid in the background of a dialogue. We need to give them some kid animation. So the kid's just like... And shaking its hands like Rochambeau. And I'm like, that's fucking hilarious. And they did that. Bob's like, the kid next to them is playing with them. They're out of sync. <laughs> yeah. So imagine one of them's like, scissors. And then the other one after that is like, rock. And they just do that infinitely throughout the <laughs> as this lady's like, ha ha, you'll have to make it up to me somehow, senpai. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this video game? Because <laughs> keep in mind, five seconds earlier, he was in a desert. <laughs> yeah. Literally five seconds. Yeah. Great job. 
Oh, it also has mounts. You, what? you warp in your like motorcycle and it feels horrible, but you go faster. Cool. Can you like project anything on the motorcycle or <laughs> not that I found? Yeah, this sure seems doomed. Yeah. <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> Doom. <laughs> so Bob, did you play anything else? No, that was it. Good. Good. Ring Fit's a really good game. Is it? Yes. No, it's a. It's really good. If it, it, this is how you know it's a good game. If they had made the same game, but instead of doing exercises, you just selected the fucking moves and hit buttons, it would still be a really great game. Which, thank fucking God, because if that game sucked, like we Fit did, <laughs> shit, I would have dropped it by now and been like, time for more VR games. I still have a grudge against the balance board. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, stand at the balance board. Stand normally with your feet shoulder width apart. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I can't do that on this Fisher-Price piece of shit, my guy. Your, your balance is off. Yeah, it is. Sir, you're going to have to buy a second. Don't you fucking say it. <laughs> Dude, if they programmed it to where I could get two balance boards, I'd have done that in a heartbeat. <laughs> Holy shit. Fucking launch Wii Fit in large mode. <laughs> <laughs> Engage! What was it? There was that fucking YouTube short that's like, by the way, there's a hidden sound in, in Wii Fit. If you get on and you're a certain level of obese, this song, this sound is in the files, but it does not play. And it goes like, womp, womp, <laughs> as your me just bloats up. And I'm like, what the fuck, Wii Fit? <laughs> anyway, so... We fits a fucking piece of shit. Ring fits amazing. Um, I genuinely wonder what the controller is for the Switch 2 and if it can fit into, you know, the Joy-Cons do fit into the ring con and the leg strap in a way that most controllers historically made absolutely could not. Right. And since they have to redesign the Joy-Con a bit to, you know, fix the horrible connection problems that they obviously have and the fucking drift issue... I do wonder if the second Switch will have a controller type that will even allow for a ring fit. And if it does, if, you know, Nintendo wants to make another $700 million. Yeah, I assume that it'll have back compat with the old controllers for right. playing stuff like that. Sure. But going forward to a new ring fit. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They if could Switch even be, to... be like, hey, the ring, ring con is its own controller now. It doesn't need right. something attached That's to it. what I was thinking, right? I'm like, if they don't have a Joy-Con-like thing coming into the Switch 2, maybe they just sell you the controller with the thing, which does bring up the price, but it could, you know, be a bit more designed specifically to do what it's doing yeah also they don't never shy away from making custom controllers that are very expensive look at pokemon that's true that's true nintendo has never once shied away from that never they fucking sold the fuck, they, they sold like 20 million balance boards yeah they could they sold the balance board and that shit couldn't even fit aggro <laughs> <laughs> fuckers <laughs> Um, I mean, to, to be fair, there's not a lot of consumer-grade electronics that can withstand me standing I on this Samsung television, and it can't even fit aggro on it. It's so fucking thin. What is wrong with you? Um, how do I? How do I? 
So one of, one of the funny failure points that I'm experiencing in Ring Fit is that it is built on Joy-Con technology. Uh-huh. So in one of the exercises in this game, and actually a rather good one, very effective as a move, is planking. So, you know, lie flat as you can with your, with your feet on your toes and your thighs fully extended and do this. And then once the exercise starts, lower yourself. So that way you arch up and hold that. And then, so um, let's say theoretically you're fucking exhausted and you collapse on the leg strap and Joy-Con. It'll disconnect. Your thick thigh is too much for the Joy-Con to communicate through. It's like, bro, we lost you. And I'm like, yeah, you did. That's <laughs> so just played out. Uh, that might be a limitation that could be fixed with a new controller. <laughs> You know, that way Ring just goes, dude, are you okay? We keep saying drink and take a break every five minutes, but you never do. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that game's really good. I'm just, The one area this deep into it, which I've played a lot at this point, which should be obvious to anyone who even listens to Big Think. Um, is they do recycle areas, which people told me about early on. Like, they change what's in the course. They change what the aesthetic is by changing oh, time God. of day and other things. But you will just be like, this is the same nature trail I've run across three different worlds. Admittedly, I'm on world 12, mm -hmm. so it's not as bad as it could be. But I still say and go, I wish they had more unique environments. Uh, but that game is fucking incredible. And uh, they have a leg lady. I think I may have brought that up last week. Allegra. She's very cool. Mm -hmm. Every time you walk up to her, you know, you know, when you like when you walk up on an enemy in an RPG and it's got the framing like not cool, dramatic FF7 camera, just normal JRPG. Anyway, she's so tall. The ass just sort of that's all you're seeing <laughs> and leg. Um. The character designs are very good, is what I'm trying to say. Anyways, that game is very funny, very enjoyable. I love the skill tree. I love all the things in it. It's a really great time. And thank fucking Christ, because I would have dropped it and just been playing more VR shit by now if that wasn't the case, which is fine. Um, aside from that, I don't have anything I want to talk about. Aggro, did you play a video game? I mean, I scraped up a couple hours of humanity, but that's that's about it. <laughs> almost like you had a lot of bleach to watch <laughs> a lot of bleach to watch <laughs> can we <laughs> hey you guys got the short versions it takes twice as long to recap it yep <laughs> oh man i've never been happier to recap a pokemon movie <laughs> yeah i don't know ash is stupid and everyone laughs anyways chris sometimes what did this ash goes super sick <laughs> what did this imaginary character do in this imaginary scene that keeps reminding you at the end of every episode remember when you were in Las Noche <laughs> remember when there were cool well designed characters remember when characters had static personalities that was consistent from scene to scene remember when you had scenes where characters didn't literally say stop expecting this to be consistent it's a yeah. filler arc yeah <laughs> uh and i really don't want to spoil this chuggy bleach but if you may want to sign up to be a patron so you can get access to it as early as possible but i'm talking to vox i just sent her a still image and i'm like now imagine there's no movement 
but his mouth opens and closes. <laughs> I had to look at that for a very long time. <laughs> that was all the animation they did this time. <laughs> anyway, hey, Chris, what did you play? Uh, I started streaming Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. That is the first modern Bioware game. I am streaming the uh, Xbox version, backwards compatible on Series X. Um, it's sure funny how obviously their first one that is because they hadn't quite figured out like how much characters should talk with voice acting when you're not talking back because you just like text options. Uh -huh. So sometimes a character will say like four paragraphs at you without you interceding at all. And I'm like, that's fine in Baldur's Gate. It's less fine when they're talking at you, especially... They're like, they were like really afraid of you not talking to your companions enough. So a lot of the times when you're just out running around, it'll, this game will stop and it'll be like, your companion seems like they want to talk to you. Do you want to start the conversation with them right now? This is what made me stop playing back then. I literally just took the game out and returned it to Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking fair because they do it so fucking much. It's embarrassing. They had, like, the same character do it to me within the span of 10 minutes. Yeah, I think that's what broke me of, like, again? We just finished. I want to walk across this one street. No. Oh, no, no. Uh, it also has this problem of, like, this is the first video game in human history where they played up the, you can be good or evil, your choices matter. Bip, 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 bip. So you're the, like, evil player character in KOTOR is like the most boring evil character in human history. You're just evil in ways that don't even benefit yourself. <laughs> it's just like, what's the worst you can be? Oh, it's like infamous. <laughs> that sounds like Star Wars writing to me. <laughs> yeah, and Star it being Star Wars also contributed, but the, the other problem is your dark side companions are the best companions Bioware has ever written. Mm. They're the mm. coolest they have the best designs. They're the funniest. They have the best stories. I fucking love Candorous Ordo, the Mandalorian that basically, Bioware basically wrote all the Mandalorian shit originally, or a lot of it. He's really cool. And then, you, of course, you get HK-47, the uh, the assassination droid, who, who, who started the thing where he begins every statement with something like, pointed inquiry, and then says this sentence which is always delightful and he's like and in and, and, and in the sequel he just he gives you like a 20 minute long lesson on how to execute jedi which give you gives you a stat boost he's nice. like it's like like if i see one more person pull out a blaster and attempt to shoot a jedi i shall kill them myself <laughs> jedi are very good at deflecting bad blasters very bad at dealing with sonic weaponry or flamethrowers they are basically before the, the sequels and all the extended universe stuff went, no Jedi or Jedi or demigods who can deal with anything. HK 47 was there with the tabletop crew being like, they can block blaster bolts, but I set mines over every surface of this room. Let's see them force their way out of that. Mm -hmm. uh, but then, and then every good party member is just an annoying nag. That's why my favorite one, the favorite good one, is the R2 equivalent who does not talk. 
<laughs> that sounds expected. <laughs> yep. <laughs> My favorite part of the Bioware game is when I make them shut up. <laughs> right? It, Mass Effect, just having the player character talk improves it a whole lot. And they do get better at, the, at this character writing as they go on, but it is absolutely at its weakest here. Uh, it's, it's real time with pause, so the combat's bad. <laughs> uh, I reached the point where I'm probably just going to turn it to easy on the next stream because we've reached the point where it's like, no, micromanage everybody to win these fights. And I'm like, I don't fucking want to do that. If I have to do that, you should have made a turn-based game. That's my stance. If I have to keep pausing the game to give everybody their inputs anyway, you should have just made a turn-based game. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah I really do. Yeah, it was yeah, like we tried that for a while and we found out. And mm -hmm. We've reached the point where we've reached the point where real time with pause is just dead. Like Baldur's Gate three is turn based. I it feels like that newest Pathfinder one. It, that one I think gives you both, but it feels designed to play turn based. Mm -hmm. They patched turn based into the first one of those Pathfinder ones they did. It feels like we finally figured out. Hey, if you're not an action game, you should just be turn-based instead of this bizarre real-time hybrid. If dice are rolling, why isn't it turn-based? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember Neverwinter Nights even was like, why is it like this? <laughs> no, see, that was the beautiful thing for me. You need to understand, I'm really, really young because Neverwinter Nights just came out. And my brother's like, yeah, it's based on D&D. &D. And I'm like, oh... That's great, because when I look at this game, I just sit here and go, I would have to read a bunch of books for this to make any fucking sense why it works this way. <laughs> yeah. And it took me years, and then I played real D&D &D to go, wait a second, why was Neverwinter Nights like that? <laughs> I'm also a huge proponent of like, like yeah, either make it turn-based or can we can we try a little harder on programming NPCs, like letting the player program NPCs, like let me dig into its brain. Let me set the if thens, let me do all the conditions and like if this, then this, and at this percentage yeah. do this. I mean, between Bob's request for a programming language and me being like uh, in Final Fantasy 12 and uh -huh. me being like, well, someone should make that mod on PC. I think we're hurtling towards the future where some person who is a big fan of Final Fantasy 12 and Xenoblades is going to make an indie RPG for PC that's like, and then here's the whole breakout module system. Learn fucking Haskell. No, but the, but, the, but the problem is if some ambitious indie dev does it, it's going to be like, hey, you're some guy with your bevy of robot women that you built and you can control their every move. And it's going to be weird. And then that'll sell 700 million <laughs> yeah, copies I'm, and you'll no, have to yeah, hear about like, it forever because like, it's going to be a million Right, like, where's the downside? <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'm going to have to fucking read those headlines in my timeline for the I'll next just, I'll months. just have to find out yet again a month after it came out. Wait, this bitch is from a game? I just, she appeared everywhere. <laughs> That's just how it works. Because your description just makes me think of what the fuck was that weird Hayden or something? There's some weird game oh, that just cropped that... up. And I was like, Haiti, Haiti. That's the one with the robot with the giant ass. I know that's what you're talking about. <laughs> yes, that. Haiti. He was what, like, what, what the fuck it? is this thing? You spell Whatever. That for me? Or... <laughs> H A Y D E E. Yeah. So, like. And it was like a solid several weeks or a month. And I was like, why, why is every, what is this thing that? Yeah. And then it became, 
Oh, it's a fucking game. Sure it is. Like, I still haven't looked up the yep. game. Okay. It's sure a, it, it is. It's a platforming game where the camera's always in her ass, and it's really easy to mod in new models. That's what it is. <laughs> it's like the it's like the American equivalent of Honey Select, which is a similar thing that, that's made by, like, a Dojin game company. Um, Can this be what Marathon is? <laughs> it'd probably be better than what Marathon's going to be. Right. Uh, Sadly. Yeah, KOTOR, it's sure... I'm pretty sure I'm going to get to the end of that game and be like, uh, yeah, there's no reason to ever play this in, in the modern era at all. It has nothing of value whatsoever. <laughs> like, I'm not hating it, but I'm like, everything here was iterated on and improved, and this is like the beige cracker version of all this stuff. Mm. Are, are you planning on going to KOTOR 2 after this? Because that one's... Mm -hmm. Obsidian, not immediately right? yeah because that's obsidian i would have to like figure out what obsidian games can i play because they're all shaking apart at the seams every single one of them <laughs> what obsidian games you can play and for how long <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that's the problem and also that would involve playing some some real time with pause games i really don't like like neverwinter nights 2 So I don't know. Maybe we'll visit Obsidian at some point. KOTOR 2 is also a big thing because it's like, oh, get the mod to put back in the content that they cut. Oh, a lot of that content they cut because it wasn't fucking done. So you added a bunch of terrible content to this game to get like the three things that are actually good. And then, and then the people who made that mod are insane and don't want to put out a version that just has the stuff that's actually done. Of course. It's like, it's like, no, keep the horrible fucking combat slogs where you control an NPC. Keep keep that shit in. Where you where you literally there's no transition into it or out of it. This is just where it would have been in the game. Look, hmm. you, you want to have all of the original vision, even if the vision was decided later to not be a good one. <laughs> and then and then it would just be play, play New Vegas, the most treaded ground in the history of the world, because it's the only good Fallout game made in the past 25 years. Uh, other than other than KOTOR, which I will continue in over the next week and hopefully beat over the next week, the first two areas are like more than half the game, so... Uh, yeah, before they really fucking front-load KOTOR. Like, the first two areas take like 12 hours, and then I feel like the other four each take like three hours each, if that. Yeah, I was thinking about how many games I had played that felt like that, where it's just like, oh my god, this game's gonna be enormous. I've only done two worlds, and it's been dozens of hours. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, go to the fire planet. It's hot. Okay, we're, we left the fire planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the future Bioware games, because KOTOR, I think, maybe they do it in Baldur's Gate. I haven't played very far into either of the Baldur's Gate games, because real time with pause. Um... I feel like this is the start of the Bioware structure where they're like opening area, small tutorial area, go to these four places. And then when you do those four things at those four places, the ending opens up. That's how Mass Effect is structured. That's how Dragon Age is structured. I mean, the first Dragon Age and then they die for Dragon Age 2 and then make a weird Ubisoft thing for Dragon Age 3. But that's how all the Mass Effects are structured. That's how Quarters to Quotar are structured. That's how Jade Empire was structured until they ran out of money and then shove a rocket up your ass and shoot you to the end of the game. <laughs> but, it, but in Kotor, it's like, 
It's, it's KOTOR. It's like, go to these four planets and find the star map that will lead you to the bad guy's base. And in Mass Effect, it's like, go to these four planets and find the beacons that will tell you fucking something, I guess. And then, and then Mass Effect 2 is go to these planets and pick up the party members that will help you in this big mission. So it, it, they're all structured very similarly. And then Dragon Age is go to these four places to get reinforcements for our army to fight the orc, the evil undead orc army. And it, like people have even made like charts of the Bioware structure at this point because it's so <laughs> it's so <laughs> thoroughly trodden. That's great. Other than that, I beat Final Fantasy VI. Boy, the World of Ruin sure has all the ideas. Yeah. Like, the first half of that game isn't bad, but it, it is like, man, you have, like, a normal structure in the, the second half where you go places and pick up new party members and do dungeons that have interesting ideas, not just mechanically, but interesting conceits. Like the uh, the dungeon where it's like, yeah, you can only get here if you take the Figaro castle under the ground uh -huh. and it gets hung up on it. You can go find the buried ancient castle, which is very cool. It is. It's cool as shit. Uh, the Phoenix cave where you have to have two parties that where you get locked back at the end is also very cool. Mm -hmm. And then you have like the dream palace with Cian in the uh, in the in his old castle, the old castle he was a knight in. Uh. I broke the pixel remaster. Cyan. Okay. Yeah, Cyan. <laughs> I, I was I like, broke... why do I not remember this guy? <laughs> I, I, I broke the pixel remaster. Did you know that if you use jump and then kill Kefka at the end of the game while the character's up in the air, the game locks up? <laughs> is, that, is that an exclusive feature? I don't think it's new. I, I, somebody was like, yeah, that also happens in these other versions of the game. Weird. So it seems like a thing a thing they just didn't iron out, so I had to do the final boss twice. <laughs> and at least there's Ooh. a good song. <laughs> which is which isn't which isn't hard because you give Tara the accessory that lets her cast twice. Yeah. And then the accessory that makes spells cost one MP, and then you go, I'm gonna cast Ultima, spell that gives me another turn. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to do that until you no longer exist. Yeah. That'll do it. And then sometimes Sabin gets a turn and I have him do his fighting game super that also hits the damage gap. <laughs> uh, great game. Not as story heavy as I remember. Like they have so many characters. It feels like they have a very shallow amount of time spent on each character. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Sounds right where <laughs> there's that many. That's <laughs> kind of how that has to happen. Right. If you're not an absolutely massive game. Yeah. Right. Especially, especially in the first half. In the second half, they kind of get into everybody a little bit more because you they do, yeah. when you re-recruit them, you you get to go back and find out a little bit more about them. I'm curious, does this have the CG cutscene they made for the PS1 re-release? There's no way. No, it okay. does not. It has it has like it has a couple like weird borderline HD 2D segments. Oh, but yeah, these, the, pixel, the, the pixel remasters are what I would call vanilla plus experiences where they're very close to the original game, but they have not. They have some nice. They have a wider breadth of colors because they're not on the Super Nintendo. They have remixed music. They have some mechanics that, you know, help you out. And much like with religion, vanilla plus might be considered by some to be heresy. <laughs> 
where you just go, this is this is our revision, though. Yeah, but it says no, no, t- it says no revisions at the opening of the book where it says this is the word of God. Well, no, this is the new word. of What I'm trying to say is walking diagonally is a sin. That's basically what I'm just. You can't walk diagonally in the pixel remasters, I don't think. I thought you could. I thought that Maybe was a I'm whole misremembering. Thing. I was going to say, that'd be fucked up if you could do that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the thing. Maybe yeah, you okay, can. Maybe I don't remember. Okay. You just, you never did it. You're like, yeah, you can't watch you? No, I probably, wrong. I probably did do it. I probably forgot because after that, I went into Final Fantasy IV on the PSP. Mm. And I picked the PSP version for two reasons. One, I already had it and didn't want to pay $17 for the Pixel Remaster Final Fantasy IV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two... I'm gonna just bite on that grenade and find out what's in Final Fantasy for the after years. <laughs> Finally. I'm announcing uh, now I'm quitting Big Thick Dimension. <laughs> so you don't have to have any clue what's in that? I don't want to know. <laughs> um, I don't really like the way the PSP version looks at all. It's so it high looks, res. <laughs> it looks like a cheap RPG maker game. It has so many colors in every sprite. Yeah, I really especially, like the art of those when I looked at them way back, but I'd have to see it again. Especially the way they add, like, the profiles to dialogue boxes. The little profile pictures. Hmm. It really has the energy of a cheap RPG maker game. You know, now that you're saying all this, I uh, might possibly agree with you in a world where my opinion wasn't hard, already hard-centered. That version's cool. <laughs> Uh, mechanically, it's fine. Mm. I can't Man, remember can... if it's that or the Game Boy Advance one that's piss easy, and that's the problem. I think it's Th- this one. I'm pretty sure also yeah, is really that, easy. That was that was the that was my major complaint with it. I mean, this is new and exciting to me because I'm like, because I only played Final Fantasy IV on an actual Super Nintendo with the cart. Mm-hmm. So in this, I'm like, oh, look at all these abilities they took out for no reason in the American version. They did what? Oh yeah, the original U.S. version of Final Fantasy, where it's called Final Fantasy II. Uh-huh. Um. None of the extra abilities that people have exist. So, like, uh, Cecil doesn't have darkness as a dark knight. That ability's just gone. He can only attack. Um, so, knight. <laughs> Rosa, Rosa doesn't have prey or aim. Um, I think Yang has focus, but I don't think... He, I think Yang has kick, but I don't think he has focus or uh, brace, his other two abilities. And I don't think Palom and Porum have bluff and cry. I think they removed all that shit. Because Final Fantasy II American is based on the, the easy type revision of the game that they released in Japan. That I guess simplified it and removed a bunch of mechanics. This this was in the people don't know what an RPG is in America phase. Yeah, mm-hmm. for some reason they're Which like, feels you like don't exist, some- child. And I'm like, I do though. <laughs> Which it feels like we somehow looped around and got there back there again thirty years later. It does feel like that, doesn't it? Like it feels uh-huh. like with the launch of Bi- with the launch of Baldur's Gate three, we are now heading into the Americans understand RPGs again. It's weird how pop culture is cyclical like that. Yep. It's also it's also insane how instantly from Final Fantasy four. You can see the writing on the wall with Squaresoft getting ready to abandon Nintendo. Not because of anything Nintendo did, like, on a business level, but, like, carts have no fucking room. They have yeah. no fucking space. Like, the, the kingdoms in 
Final Fantasy IV are like Normal Kingdom, Kung Fu Kingdom, Ninja Kingdom, with Kingdom of Women. They all have the exact same tile sets because of the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So you have these monks like idol posing in the medieval castle because they only had one castle tile set and they only have like three dungeon tile sets. I mean, it's it's worth noting to people who didn't keep up with it. The Secret of Mana was supposed to be a CD game. It was supposed to also have time travel and all these other ambitious things. And uh, then they canceled the CD attachment. They're like, okay, um fuck <laughs> so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I imagine by this point Square is pretty fucking livid over the limitations yeah it's really apparent that it's like man every town would no way every town looked the same in Final Fantasy 6 if it had been a CD game they'd all look different that would have been cool as shit that would have been cool as shit God knows Kidney would have loved more than one CD based platform to stand over <laughs> and when you look at like why Square tended to neglect Nintendo? It tended to be because guys, our games can't run on your on your consoles. Oh yeah. Now that once we got to the Switch, shit, shit started coming out because Nintendo had stopped their weird death march. Mm-hmm. But I but I do think it is funny to be like because because back in the day, everybody when no could like I'm talking like 2002, 2003, the internet was still kind of new mm-hmm. for normal people anyway. Right. There was all these rumors like. Squaresoft hates Nintendo. It's like, they probably hate cartridges. Yeah. Especially the N64. God, what, a, what the fuck was Nintendo thinking with that? Yeah, the N64 is basically Square Enix poison. Like, the fact Enix I don't think there's a single thing there. they. I don't think there's a single thing they shipped on the PS1 that could go over to the Super Nintendo. I'm not the Super Nintendo. The N64. Not a single thing. No... No, and in fact, like even other companies, like it's a Christmas miracle that people were able to convert Resident Evil Two to work on the N sixty four, and then mm-hmm. you got a, they got like a weird version of Mega Man Legends running on it. I wonder if that version does that version even have voice acting, or do they rip it all out? It does. It sounds unbelievably bad. <laughs> yeah. See, see, in the PS one version, it sounds like good luck, Mega Man. <laughs> It's like an N64 version. So I was like, <laughs> that's that's how compressed it is. But yeah, Final Fantasy IV is still pretty cool. It it is weird how many party members cycle in and out of your party. So it's still like Final Fantasy II. Weird. Well, it's it's neat because all the encounters are really well designed because they're designed around the exact abilities you're gonna have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's neat. So, and it has, it has, it has, it also still has really Dungeons and Dragons core stuff, like the cave where you can't use metal equipment. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's yeah. neat. Yeah. No, cool. that's really cool. I always really like that. Battle with the Four Fiends is still one of the best Final Fantasy tracks ever. Of course. Uh, but I'm excited. I'll, I'll, I'm actually pretty close to the end, so I'll probably have be able to talk about final fantasy for the after years next week good for you <laughs> with the conclusion of paper mario month or whatever we called it uh coming to a conclusion this monday i'm taking a break from running the channel <laughs> all I, 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 I don't want to know about seador cecil and no. rose's child no you stop right now <laughs> 
I don't want to know what happens in the interlude where I think you play as Edge. Cool. I'm very excited. I'm very. I'm sure it's as good as every final direct sequel to a Final Fantasy game. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's great. exact. <laughs> actually, you know what? They now that I'm thinking about it, most of them are actually fine. Final Fantasy X two is fine. According to according to most people, Final Fantasy thirteen two is better than the first one. Just don't go past that. <laughs> just trying to work out the blitz ball exploding and killing him metaphor for Kane being a cuck. <laughs> <laughs> he gets in an empty bed it and it explodes. It is, it is unbelievably funny how he gets bro broke. His brainwashing gets broken free and he's like, it only worked because I'm such a cuck. I'm sorry, everyone. He starts fucking crying. And he's right to say it. And he's right to apologize for it. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, I would say that once the it's man King man Final Fantasy loved Star Wars immediately. That shit did not start in twelve. The Red Wings theme for the airships and oh yeah, just are the Empire's theme. And then Cecil goes over to the light side, and Golbez is just Darth Vader. He is he even attacks <laughs> you with Force Lightning. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's true. But those are all the things I played. Please look forward to next week when I have to talk about the, what, the, the most obscure Final Fantasy game in existence. I gotta get out of this somehow. <laughs> you know what might be a good way to get out? Transitioning to the Podlords! Stop. Oh, fuck. Star White. Yes, that's right. Oh, fuck. The Pod Lords. The Pod Lords. <laughs> oh, fuck. Pod Lords such as BN12, E. Lee Broyles, Bountiful Blessings to You All. I'm not showing that image again. <laughs> Good. Red Blaze 27, Suzu Shiro, Rado, Wonder One Shades of Wonderful Remastered, WTF Spider Man, Mr. I Like Spam. I, for one, welcome our new aggro overlord, and as a trusted pod lord, I can be helpful in rounding up others. Wide. <laughs> <laughs> DFW3K. Despite using my four-foot-tall spider to terrorize the locals out of easily plundered homes, I'm actually the good guy. <laughs> <What> the <laughs> POV, we're about to enter Shingami's cringe compilation. Kristen, three and a half minutes of unskippable juice of frost. Kyle Bjork. Oops, Baldur's Gate 3 made me forget to change the podlord name Teehee. Anyways, it's finally time to finish. It's finally time to power metal pill Dan. One of us. No. <laughs> 
Monster Hunter Ryzen. And Ryden? Did you know they're releasing a historical fiction horror film about Dracula terrorizing a merchant ship? I'm going to see it tomorrow. <laughs> of course. Boat movie. God <laughs> Cooper Tank. Legally distinct Chris Wolfhart. <laughs> oh my god, what is that? Uh, that's a character from uh, Detective Archives Raincoat, I think, or Mystery. I whatever mm. the new the new uh, the new Kodaka game from the Dundang and Rampa guy game. All right, it's only on Switch, so it doesn't exist yet. <laughs> the Ochi grows impatient. He's held the Pikmin for two weeks. They are wilting. Please take the Pikmin. That is upsetting. <laughs> Indigo Sykes. Drive typecast. The Giga Boys when they hop on the cock. Bob, I don't remember a chicken in Mario and Luigi. Do you? <laughs> what? <laughs> I do remember the super nut. I do remember that was an important item. Mm. Luigi was a big fan of scene here. Evil Lucario. A raccoon that sleeps well knowing that Suicune got the best Paradox version out of the trio. <laughs> Shinji16 would like to remind you that you are, you matter. You are valid and you deserve to be happy since that's the plan and I'm showing that one again. He'd <laughs> 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 like to remind me, you are oven. You have hot food. <laughs> yes. I'm out. CG16 would like to remind you that the... you oven cold food out of hot. <laughs> Jim Carrey. Lock <laughs> <laughs> the chest has no bit. So here's Rudy. Wait a minute. I didn't get a picture for this. What? Hopefully, I think I showed that last week. That sounds like familiar text, I think I but showed maybe that not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, you did. Okay. The Super Mim. I'd like to give a warm soul society welcome to our new third division captain, Jinsuke <laughs> Kamigai. I'm showing that one again, too. Thank you so much. <laughs> you don't get to see Rudy, you get to see Jinkarius. <laughs> Sarlene. Tomothy Fister believes Gravity Circuit deserves an award for the big brain innovation of you could do a Zuna Drops on bosses. <laughs> Bearded Joe. Pleochrome. Krunkle Spum. Lord Richter has already put 80 hours into Baldur's Gate 3 in a week. And Tears of the Kingdom has Jesus some Christ. competition. Oh, can't wait. <laughs> You can now power scale. Wait a minute. That's not. Oh, okay. No, that is the correct image. I'm just dyslexic. Me with some jarhead with small katana does a front flip and murders my buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, in KOTOR, I'm playing as the jarhead character. And because I'm doing melee, when you do like power attack, you do like a front flip to hit them with your <laughs> your, vi your, vi your vibranium blade before you get a, 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 a lightsaber. So you are just doing front flips with a ball katana. <laughs> you can now power scale Ed with a pebble in his shoe against Kaido, thanks to One Piece episode 1071. 
I'm going to have to trust you on that pot board because, oh God, I am not making it there. <laughs> Speaking the language of the gods. Right? The Dark Urge. Taking the quiet thoughts and putting them on blast. Bandai Namco believes that this is up to interpretation. Sakura trick for anyone who's curious, by the way. And uh, that's last episode of Big Thing for anyone who's curious, by the way. And... Dog! Dog! Thank you very dog, much to dog, a dog! 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 And if you'd like to become a dog lord, go to your local pound or humane shelter and pick up a pound puppy today because we live a in a cruel and unjust world ruled by sociopaths who say that a dog can only stay in, stay in a, a shelter for 36 seconds before they start looking to put them down. Um, and if you'd like to become a pod lord, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gbpodcast. For as little as $5 a month, you get access to many benefits, such as early access to Pokemon Go to the Movies and Chugging Bleach, our two monthly anime review podcasts. In fact, pretty soon you're going to have a Chugging Bleach episode covering 10 episodes <laughs> of the <laughs> Captain Amagai filler arc. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you also get a patron exclusive show every other month where we watch a good thing and you also get uh, that it also funds a public show where we watch a bad thing and the bad thing you get a commentary track for so we, we, you're going to be so full of commentary tracks for things you never want to watch yum <laughs> <laughs> just poke that Dr. Horrible sing-along blog down just poke that Wolverine <laughs> Origins down oh god Wolverine's coming at it so fast please Bob Iger won't you it's actually getting worse because it looks like reality show workers are going to go on strike also. Yeah! <laughs> uh, but you also get a movie, Isolation 119, a spectacular indie film about a man going to Thailand to solve the injuring of his brother at the hands of a disembodied spirit. But most of the time, he just sits in a chair drinking beers and picks fights <laughs> with the locals. It's true. He somehow finds the one other white guy in this chunk of Thailand and gets to do a fist fight with him on a lawn. Uh, that's <laughs> patreon.com slash GB podcast. And if you don't have any money, it always helps us immensely to tell your friends, retweet our promo tweets on Thursdays, rate us on Thursdays before Twitch removes that feature, rate with a T us on your podcasting app of choice, and like this video on YouTube when it goes up if you listen that way. That's patreon.com slash GB podcast. Thank you very much. So we've got some news. Let's start with uh, aggro. Wait, where did where did his giant white head go? <laughs> it just slipped out. <laughs> do, do you think it could slip out of most situations? I don't know that that's possible. It was stretched enough; it can slip through most things. <laughs> Oh, I don't like this. I don't like him sliding under the door. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll talk about my news. Hey, Bob. Hey, what's uh, up? So we got pics and details of uh, Nintendo's expansion. You know, we've referenced this before, how they're building another building. Uh, oh, okay. They have, okay. They have upped it. Nintendo is releasing an expansion pack. <laughs> the expansion for their headquarters. I mean, it's Nintendo expanding. I yes. Don't, what is this? Nintendo's really gotten into expansion, okay? Yeah, Google Nintendo expansion now. Inform yourselves and look for pictures. Just change to the <laughs> immediately. Put in whatever you want. Uh, Animal Crossing can go in there. Here's some suggestions. Isabel? Um, <laughs> Agro, how dare 
you leave the podcast. <laughs> Mayhem let off the second you left. Anyways, uh, the second fucking building. Uh, mm. the, it was going to be 12 stories. It's now up to 13. And it will be up and running in like five years. This shit is huge. It is massive. This is a whole fucking other building for them to have in-house first-party development done. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I imagine they're probably just going to rent space and start hiring for that now because it was obviously like, we need these people for the Switch 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, this is really how a company that's in it to win it looks mm-hmm. when they have a large amount of money to throw around to fuel that sort of expansion. Yeah, I, I saw you drop that in the Discord and I thought about... That thing where I said, oh, yeah, Sony's just going to fuck up the last half of this gen and the next gen. I can't wait to be a Nintendo fan for the next 10 years. <laughs> but the question on everyone's mind, why didn't they just buy a publisher? <laughs> hey, Chris, I feel you like, some dudes. I feel like if you asked Nintendo, they'd go, no, no, we want to pick our employees. <laughs> no, we, we care about what we make. We're trying to make better things to make more money. Why would we buy our competitors who will die when we make more money? <laughs> okay, uh, here's... Here's... Johnny? Here's the worst news of the week. Magic the Gathering has announced a full series collaboration with Final Fantasy for the whole series, every game, coming in 2025, which is just far enough out that I'm going to have to put on my clown nose because, of course, I want to be able to say I tap my Make Mako Reactor to play Cloud Strife. Uh-huh. Back into the wheel of despair. My favorite part, <laughs> Magic the Gathering uh-huh. announces, not Wizards of the Coast. Well, they, that, that name's burnt. We can't... <laughs> I mean, that's fair. And it's... And I feel bad because just before this came out, I had been mocking them because they put out their content roadmap. It's like Fallout collaboration, Assassin's Creed collaboration. I'm like, nobody wants that. What are you doing? They're like, Final Fantasy. It's so far out that we're giving you Mark's time to save money. And I'm like, nah. (laughs) You're going to need it. God. I feel bad because this is the only Triton card game I've ever got into. I'm like, oh, no, I could do this. That's messed up. I just wanted to somehow be legal to play against normal Magic the Gathering decks. Oh, I yeah. Just it's going to be, that's be the point. in addition. Right. But that's why I specified it's not Wizards of the Coast, right? Mm-hmm. It's Magic the Gathering. So it's just like. And then Slivers the Heiress. I don't, <laughs> just a hundred of these fucking tokens, these one one fucking vicious slivers. Me, just me putting on bitch. my clown nose and pot buying the really bad pre structured deck that's Final Fantasy VII themed for $85 or however much it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this sounds great, terrible. I, I hope that they have good art because that's the main thing I can get, you can get out of these collabs. Like, we have had really taking, good art like, with their previous these. collabs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope. Like, I know have. they had a Godzilla collab that had sick art. Shit, some of the Lord of the Rings cards had the Bakshi art. Are you fucking serious? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that? dope. <laughs> that's really good. Yeah. No, Hasbro pulled the stick out and they're like, make more money. <laughs> they're like, okay. All right. Me, me, they're, they're right now, they're like Wizards of the Coast will be out of business in five years still. So I'm glad this is happening now before <laughs> everything goes to shit. 
Uh, time for so they they announced Red Dead Redemption for PS4 and Switch. It's out in six days. Let me make sure that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's out is in seven that, days. Yeah, it's out in one week. Uh huh. Uh, it is fifty dollars. Yep. It is the game. It does not run at a higher frame rate. Nope. It does not have additional features. No, nope. it is the game. Uh, the CEO of Take Two has said, "If you buy this, you're a fucking idiot." He said that with words. <laughs> he said that with crazy. business words. Business words, he described the price point as commercially accurate, which is calling you, if you're like, maybe I'll still get this, calling you an idiot. He is saying you are a cuck who will buy this even though it's a bad product. I'm really fucking annoyed by this. Like, deeply, deeply annoyed. Didn't they even take out the multiplayer? Yes. But it's okay because it comes with the zombie expansion. Which the game already came with almost as soon as that came out. All physical versions of the game started coming Right, with of it. course. Yeah. This is a game from forever ago. Yeah, 1948 or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so last week, last week we had well that be. bit about how... Last week we had that news that third parties were gnashing their teeth at Nintendo to not make the Switch 2 backwards compatible. And this week Rockstar announced a port of an earlier game for $50 with no additional features. Perhaps these two things are related. Could it really be them? Perha I don't perhaps know. the fact this perhaps the fact this version of the game that is not shipping on the platform where you can just go buy the old version and play it. Uh huh. Perhaps that uh, every company who's telling who who hates backwards compatibility should be shut down and all its management jailed. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fucking repugnant. Yeah. Like they I would have bought a, I would have I would have bought a remaster of Red Dead Redemption because I never played that fucking game. Mm -hmm. It never came to anything that ran well. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't even have a PC port. Yeah, and still it still does not have a PC port. Yeah, this is still just PS4 and Switch, no PC. Because there, someone could make it into something a, a product people want, and that's so, not something they can have. <laughs> So like, no, I'm not pay like, and, and I saw, I've seen this take a couple times. There's this new take of dumb internet contrarianism, which is not every game needs to be remastered. Why can't you just like the game the way it was? You know what? Fair. $10. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Like, like there's, the, 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 there's a school of moralist thought that says if a game is unavailable commercially, it's fine to pirate it. Yeah. This does not break that threshold. I don't feel no, 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 it doesn't. No, no, I agree. I agree. This literally is on par with a physically exclusive release from limited run games. That is not real distribution at that price point and that feature level. Mm -hmm. Worst part is, you know, the shit ain't Double Eleven's fault. This is like the people who made it just being like, no, uh, we're not giving you enough money to improve this. Yeah, I was surprised to see. Fifty the, fucking dollars. Those double eleven employees like owning the the release of this. I would I would just sit quiet and say nothing about it. It's like yeah, yeah. Company did this. Yeah, I, I this is not a good moment. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Doesn't I? Mm. Yeah, I'm so fucking frustrated over this. <laughs> Let's move I, on. <laughs> it's so insane how Rockstar's just like, no, we're not gonna. If they had, if they had been big dick like here, it's it's gussied up. It's still the same game, but it runs at a higher frame rate, 
and is l a little prettier. High, like five to six million easy. They, no, they, they tried that with the GTA collection they didn't try on, so they can't ever do it again. <laughs> Our metrics told us that wasn't worth the investment we didn't make. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and that is the real energy of like whatever. I didn't want you to ask me out anyways because you probably would have cheated on me. You slut walks away. <laughs> <laughs> Let go. Do what? <laughs> what? Uh, couple more things. Uh, Iron Galaxy's coming back to Killer Instinct. They're doing one last balance patch, uh, improving the net code a little bit. It already had rollback, so it's not right. like that. Um, and they're making it run at a higher resolution for series because it was, you know, it had never been updated. Yeah, and they just announced it's coming this year, so we're not even sure when. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but that's good. That, that's, that's a great thing. I'm glad that Microsoft is supporting that product at all. Yeah, it was really weird that they just stopped. Yeah, it's unfortunate this is all they're doing, but it leads to something. Maybe that'll lead to them continuing to support it, but I don't want to, like... Well, it can't make any more out. money because the people just play it on Game Pass. Um, They yeah. actually implied there's more coming for Killer Instinct. Oh, really? Yeah, that's that's a part of this, yeah. Huh. Mm. At least from the news show I was watching, they were like, yeah, and they said going forward, they're hoping to do more, and it was like the guy from Microsoft who was over this and is... Okay. I'll, I'll believe okay. it. We'll see. I'll, you're doing anything, so you get you get one year for that to you for you to announce something. I, it doesn't even have to be out. Yeah, because you, you can get just one year new, to announce new pass of characters, new character pass. That's yeah. not that's very normal for a fighting game. Yeah, that's what that's what I heard from the new show too. They they said ten more years of ki is what they were saying. Okay, mm. right? Because this is the tenth anniversary patch, right? Thus, so ten, it's like ten more. Right. Yeah. Ten more like the last ten of nothing. Well, there was something in some of those ten. <laughs> True. <laughs> and there was something for like the first three and then it stopped. Look, they couldn't compete for Iron Galaxy's time back when, you know, Epic was paying them to make that free-to-play game that didn't work out. And when they were doing their own game that didn't work out. And when Capcom hired they, them to do a thing or two somewhere along the way and that didn't work out. And then when they were hired <laughs> to do the PC ports for various games, none of which worked out, man, maybe Killer Iron Instinct Galaxy is... has never done anything good except Killer Instinct. Killer Instinct really is their crown jewel. And for some reason, they Microsoft... didn't even make 60% of. Oh, yep. yeah. No, they let's be real. The real heroes are like double helix. Who yeah. are now Rest dead, I think. Peace. Yeah. Um, they were absorbed by Amazon. Are they truly dead or just I think they're away? actually truly dead by so, now? Okay, Bob, if you go into the alien flesh castle and see your friend's face on the wall, is he still alive? <sighs> if only Duke Nukem forever answered this question with some sort of gravitas and uh, 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 deep consideration for the issue. <laughs> and took, uh -huh. took it seriously and uh -huh. handled it respectfully. Yes. And Randy Pitchford didn't belong in a ravine. <laughs> And yeah. finally, uh, uh, a couple weeks ago, we had Sega copyright Sonic and Friends with a logo, and we made Garfield and Friends joke. <laughs> Apparently, this is some. I this is gonna be a. Right. This is gonna be a series of like 
baby tiger do 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 baby tiger do do like it's gonna be that tier of cg cartoon for tiktok i didn't look into this at all all i'm seeing is your blur but i don't want to learn anything else <laughs> <laughs> fucking what in the hell all right well we're leaving the chris news <laughs> hey bob hey the bob news era is now sure um, a really cool new game was announced, uh, Shadow of the Ninja Reborn. You can't, it can't be new and end with Reborn. That is the title you give for a SNES game that's crawled out of a hole to hell? Well, it was an NES game that they are fully remaking in the art style of a SNES game. There we go. Perfect. Perfect. It, they chose the correct word then. Right? That is the perfect word for that. Um, it's done by Tango Project, the guys who did like the uh, Pocking Rocket Reshrined, mm. Ninja Saviors, Return of the Warriors. Okay, so it is yeah. literally them. Yeah, it's literally them. No wonder they chose the correct word. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it looks really cool. It's apparently fully co-op. You play as these two ninja characters in a side-scrolling combat sort of game. And it looks like you pick up a lot of different um, items you can switch between that are uh, different kinds of attacks. So they showed like normal things like kunai and other like cow chops and other stuff too and you get the like original was pretty cool yeah i actually um, never played the original but that did look nice it's i it's not as good as ninja gaiden but it was fine it's like a perfectly serviceable nes game <laughs> i'm sorry i'm losing it over chat nes games getting reborn red dead staying unredeemed <laughs> 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 God, I do hope I do hope it's good because I I didn't really like Pocky and Rocky Retrined. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty big disappointment because I felt like because they it was just it seems like they they based it off the arcade game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, they should have the they should have they should have been like no we're gonna make super Pocky and Rocky two. Yeah, yeah, it really didn't feel as good as the console games, which is really weird because I think that their uh, Ninja Saviors game was really good. Like that felt like a legitimate upgrade over the old one. Did the did they also do that? Did, did they all do that? What they also do that Wild Guns one, or was that a totally different? I think they did that group? as well. Yeah, I, th I think, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Someday I'll play that because it was full price at launch, and I sure as hell wasn't. Yeah, it was, for that. it was really weird. It was full price, so I didn't pick it up. But then my brother owned it, and I played it at his house, and I'm like, "This is fucking sick! Why don't they do more games like?" Oh, I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm sorry. A, even a souped-up remake of a of, of a Super Nintendo game isn't getting sixty dollars out of me, but I think it did okay because it was Switch launch year. Um, yeah, that does help. That does help. Yeah, it seems like they've been pricing things more reasonably recently. I think the last two were like, I think Pocket Rocket was like thirty. It's yeah, still too I much. Think but yeah, I, I think forty is a much I can swallow a lot easier. Yeah, I feel like Wild Guns was like thirty or forty as well, which okay. still felt like. Yeah, Whoa, this is a fucking SNES game. They're like, we added two characters. One of them's a big lady, and I'm like, yeah, but it's it's like a game that's under two hours long, and it's forty bucks. What? <laughs> like that just I've, felt I, like I've too much. I've come around a lot to just buying that shit because it's like I can't I can't say shut up and make games rational if I don't buy these things. So I'm gonna buy these things. Yeah. Also, I still didn't have money at that point in my life. Right. Man, how many? Yeah. How many? Like. Once the Switch 2 surfaces at all, once they acknowledge exist, how many people are just going to dump their launch announcements? Be like, here's a million things we've been sitting on for this. Because that's yeah. going to be a gold rush. 
Yeah, it is. <laughs> Nintendo's hit launch title, Clubhouse Games 52. I'll take two. $70. <laughs> Ray traced. <laughs> what was that? Room in the Sky? Is that what it was called? We're- Room in the Sky. That was two. I, I had to I had to I had to go look because I got curious about what in the hell as a series and where the ups and downs were views wise. And one of our best performing episodes of of what in the hell is room in the sky, in the night sky or whatever. Uh-huh. And it's just a switch launch your title that didn't even launch in our region when we covered it, right? Right. Where you're a witch on a bicycle that just can fly and it's a dumpy flying game that was a moment anyways look at ex- looking forward to the sequel man right it's gonna be right there it's switch to launch. so good it's gonna have dlss and everything but yeah you, if you haven't looked this game up yet go check out the comparison pictures for shadow of the ninja reborn it's ah. kind of crazy like yeah. it doesn't look the same at all going all the way to the super nintendo art style right um but i got other news uh, Modern Warfare 3, the Call of Duty game, um, <laughs> is going to come out November 10th. Really? This has been the 10th? funniest year in fucking gaming. Because <laughs> they would not announce this. Okay, here's the timeline for everyone who missed it. Last year was Modern Warfare 2, and they teased that the next game will be the story of Modern Warfare 2. The beginning of this year, they go, yeah, they didn't really... like The, 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 the plot of that was supposed to be an expansion, but... Like, we're not getting a real Call of Duty this year. They're just going to support it through multiplayer stuff and some sort of campaign thing. And then somewhere in this year, they went... They they did it. They pulled an ODST. This is a full game now. Yeah. They're going to sell gonna this for You're going to have to be there day one, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> because it's going <laughs> to be a disaster, isn't now it? Now I this, have to know. This might be, in fact, the most half-baked Call of Duty ever made, which is incredible. Part, part of me is convinced <laughs> that this might be the best one since Cold War. I know. That's that the best this, thing. <laughs> going this fast will break all of the mechanisms in the system that are normally there to keep it boring. <laughs> Just enough where it's like, dude, this game fucking ruled. It might. Or it might somehow be even worse than last year's game, which was somehow even worse than the prior year's game. It's only sneaking segments for the entire game. Right? They could do it. The funny thing is, like, when you try to think of how this is going to go, you think, okay, so one studio is going to make a type of gameplay and a mission that's just nothing like the rest of the game. (laughs) You're going to look at it and go, that's the part they fucking made fucking great. Problem, last year did that. It was the air drone shit. Last year did that like three times. Yeah. Also the weird thing where you're the vehicle one where it's trying to be Uncharted 4 and really bad. Really bad. (laughs) Like fucking unreal levels of, yo, this... Shouldn't have shim. <laughs> uh, so, oh boy, <laughs> I'm so excited for this thing. They still haven't shown us. Yeah, they're going to show like actual gameplay next week or so. It was really funny. I was listening to Jeff Gersman's podcast. He's like, uh, "What we found out so far is that it's red." <laughs> because, because they don't have the night vision green anymore. It's red. That's the new. All the CG bullshit trailer and the hype shit is just red. And I thought that was the funniest shit in the world because it's like, that is all we know. Fuck. Yeah. (laughs) 
Will uh, God is that PS5 haptic going to be worse this year? Yeah, it just won't work now. Yeah, just think about it. That's the slide. We're just going to keep going down. <laughs> Next year, it'll break your haptics. <laughs> Fuck, Call of Duty's on a hell of a ride. Yeah, I. Mm. I finally got enough money to start buying Call of Duty's and they made one good one. <laughs> Fuck. What else you got to talk about, Bob? Naraka Bladepoint announced a near crossover. You need to go watch this trailer. This trailer is 2B from Nier in a Kingdom Hearts cutscene. <laughs> With Naraka Bladepoint characters of all things. That's amazing. But yeah, it has like a, a lyrical song as she falls through darkness and then crashes through Nier's and falls through more darkness. <laughs> it is straight up Kingdom Hearts and it's hilarious. Cool. Um, I have to ask, is Naraka Blade Point the thing that did the Maximilian dude? Yes, the same one. Okay, yes. so that's why it was the second most downloaded free-to-play game on PlayStation in, like, Europe or something? I mean, that and that just was one of the most popular PC, like, free-to-play um, Battle Royales. Right. I just, I just, like, man, they're just making these deals. And Yoko Taro, as always, will let you put her in anything for money. Yes. You also get, um, like, earlier near characters. Yeah, it has uh, near original characters as well. Um, the costumes. You mean Drakengard near original? <laughs> no, unfortunately, no, no Drakengard. No. Um, but yeah, Kane, and then the the near brother. I can't remember his name. Uh, his name. He doesn't have an official name. People just call him near. Okay. Yeah, you you call him Granddad, <laughs> little boy. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have Granddad. Oh, that's unfortunate. Um, the the costumes are pretty pricey though. Like I I booted the game up and checked it out. Um. Give us your wallet. What do you mean? All of it. <laughs> I think it came out to like uh, somewhere around $22, $24 to get the, the, the hair, the outfit, and um, the, the sword. are sold individually. <laughs> That's a lot better than the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Street Fighter, which we didn't cover, by the way. There's, there's no, be, yeah, we have, we have a KOF segment. Yeah, it's, oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, you, they, they in fact announced so much. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, we'll get to turtles in time. <laughs> Thank you, Bob. <laughs> oh, God. I'll get to you in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> we had another big uh, event this week, too. Devolver Delayed Showcase. <laughs> that was the funniest shit in the world. I'm like, holy fuck. How did they do it? How did they hit a new level? <laughs> they literally rolled out all of the Nintendo Direct sort of like cosmetics uh -huh. for their just show of these games are delayed. Yeah. 2024. <laughs> they literally announced this fucking show that are like, look forward to the delay direct so that way we can tell you what games aren't fucking coming out this year. <laughs> God, they're so funny. Um, so Plucky Squire, Stick It to the Stick Man, Skate Story, Anger Foot, Pepper Grinder, all delayed to next year. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Those games all this, look really good. Yeah. The, the perfect, perfect showing. <laughs> Frankly. <laughs> it reminds people that those games exist and lets you know that it ain't happening. Yeah. They also entered it with games that were coming out this year. It's like, I don't care. This is not, <laughs> I need to show about. up to this event for this. 
Yes. <laughs> That's uh, me impersonating a Nintendo YouTuber whenever an RPG's on screen. God damn it. <laughs> no! <laughs> My last piece of news. They gave us a date for Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis. For people who do not know, this is the Final Fantasy VII remake that is for phones. So iOS and Android, and they're remaking the entire franchise. Um, it's not September 7th. I don't it's know how much. Entire franchise, but that's just one game. No, it's not. <laughs> that, that wasn't even true back then. Remember him, Final Fantasy VII being an air geese and tactics? <laughs> I was going to say, does air geese, uh, is that it, part of this? It, it, it does it, not seem to go, cover those. It, it's, it's, it's not the whole if franchise. We, if we, yeah, it, no, he's right. That's true. He's right to say. Maybe the giant get... head on floating in this room is right to say it. The gun is good. <laughs> <laughs> there, I'd be interested in this, in this, but apparently it has standard like mobile monetization so fuck it oh really yeah. that's weird yeah. i wouldn't have expected that mm. like yeah. it has mo mobile monetization and like a lot of grinding and i'm like i just want to know what happens in that stupid fucking phone game about the turk <laughs> please <laughs> all i ever wanted and you won't give it to me yeah i'll probably try it out and see how it is and then hope they ported it to anything else still <laughs> so, see you know what this really is uh what's happening here is they saw fantasia was coming to steam and they're like oh these, these iOS fans, these mobile gamers, they need a new RPG experience. <laughs> Ever crisis. <laughs> we have Evo news. A lot of Evo news. Yeah. Uh, I would like to state miraculously our stream did well because we streamed the first day of Evo and not the others. Right. <laughs> we would have been fucking murdered. So <laughs> thank God we didn't do the thousand year door because we would have been live for 15 hours on Sunday and the only way you would have known was a VOD. <laughs> hey, Bob. Hey. You watch Devo? Question mark? Uh, not that much. I, I uh, looked at all the news and watched all the trailers that came out and I was able to catch a couple matches of Street Fighter, but that was about it. We talked about that. I'm going to jump at this a little out of order. Okay. Uh, we talked about that Grand Blue Fantasy versus character uh, Nier, I believe, uh, a different week. Yes. They showed that trailer. Mm -hmm. Love that character. <laughs> That's looking like a great character. It's like if uh, Carl from Blaze Blue was uh, deeply menaced by mental ills. <laughs> And I love that. It's it's less I have summoned this cool robot and oh god, oh god, oh god. Uh, it is in my home. Where did it come from? <laughs> Wait, what the fuck were we doing? I made it we were, were making a joke about something. <laughs> it was it was during oh, bleach. It's bleach. Okay, we can't talk yeah, about it. We can't it. talk about it. We gotta it. check it out on Chugging Bleach, the podcast. You should sign up. Patreon.com slash GB podcast, because that joke that joke is a good. <laughs> Anyway, hey, Bob. Hey. That character looks cool, and I'm even more excited for Grand Blue Fantasy versus Rising because of that. But they announced another. Yes. Confusingly, similarly, half the same name, name character, Grimnir. Yeah, Grimnir looks really cool. These are not two words. One word. One Grim word. Grimnir. Seems to be some sort of giant lance. We don't the have thumbnail. Enough, we don't have enough oh. pretty boys, so get, there we go. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I need to throw this in here. They announced a, a special Grand Blue event about this and uh, Relink uh -huh. for September. That shit is launching in December, either end of November or December. We're fucked. Which that thing versus Relink? Yeah, versus launches November thirtieth. 
And I've had multiple if... people just come up to me being like, who, who would theoretically know and be like, you're fucked. <laughs> Fuck you, motherfuckers. <laughs> God, if they'd release it in December, that'd be crazy. I, I still like kind of now nah, it's gonna be the first couple of months of next the year. The only thing that could save us is if they're like it's November in Japan and January and in Q, America. Q one in America. <laughs> Just tell them that's how time zones work and we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> save us. Uh hey Bob. Yeah. Uh we got some news about Grand Blue. You wanna go over? Sure. They they also showed off that there will be alternate costumes in this game. They showed the one for Grand, the main character which is a pre-order bonus, I believe. Um, but this is a kind of a first for Arxis games on this sort of cell shade style. Like typically we don't get totally new costumes. We just get wholly different characters. Oh yeah. So this is really neat to see them do. I have to wonder it's... how many characters are going to do it to, how much they're going to charge for it when they do it. All that. Oh, this is going to be gotcha whale money for sure. It's going to be like 25 bucks a costume <laughs> at least. We'll see. Hopefully not. They also we, said that this game has finally sold a million copies, which is pretty cool. Yeah, the original. Yeah, I bet this will do better than the original because it will load first at all and have good online. Yeah, it has good net play. Uh, it doesn't launch the day of the pandemic. <laughs> Started. Yeah. And uh, th this was also in the interviews where the director was like, before now, we before Rising, we picked characters based on who we thought would be interesting to be in a fighting game. Now it's fan polls all the way down. Mm. There we go. Who? <laughs> I mean, they did those multiple fan polls like uh, two years ago or something. Maybe it was only one. Mm. So I assume they have a lot of data. <laughs> um, they also talked about you will be able to transfer your data from the original game to this game, which I didn't really expect. Yeah, I wouldn't expect that either. That's but, cool. But yeah, it brings your story progress, tournament trophies, EX colors, and battle pass <laughs> rewards. I don't know what the battle pass cool. rewards are. That's great. Everyone needs to bring their battle pass rewards. And that is it for Grand Blue versus Rising. Reminder, it's coming out November 30th. Yep. Mm. Uh, hey, Bob. Yeah. People said they announced a new... Undernight in birth. <laughs> yes. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean? They made announced another. <laughs> yeah. What's the deal with that? It no, it's Undernight in birth 2. Sis cells. It's S Y S colon C E L E S. Uh, I'm going to say that's Celeste. Maybe. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, it, it's going to be a PS5, PS4, Switch, and PC. Nothing's missing there, right? Nothing, nothing. Okay. It comes out early next year. <laughs> Cool. Has rollback net code, and cool. uh, the people actually play it there at Evo, so that's cool. Yeah, that 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 part was fucking crazy. Yeah, so that's exciting. Yeah, um, I never really got into this as much as Melty Blood, but maybe I'll give it a shot. Yeah, maybe this is a time. Yeah, maybe. I really like the character designs in Undernight. I think they're sick. I'm but really, I find them really hit or miss. Some of them I love and some I hate. Like, what if I, I think dude, Hyde is so lame? What if a dude had ribbon arms? Man, I and love he Hyde. That's, uh, <laughs> Hyde is so cool. He has a red sword. <laughs> red swords are pretty cool. They are pretty cool. I mean, cool. yes. Yeah. That's true. He's like the most dripped up version of that archetype you can have. I think that's what makes me not like him as much. I'm like, no, you added too much drip to this dude who's supposed to be pl playing bread. It's like if you gave uh, the main character of Melty Blood drip, and I'm like, no, oh, come on. 
The part, the part that makes him fun is that he's dripless. You have trapped my brain into dimension where I'm imagining Shiki Tono with drip. How dare you? I'm sure a million people have put him in the supreme jacket with that stance. <laughs> I'm uh, sure that will now be half of next week's pod, Lord. <laughs> my brain short-circuited, and I imagine Shiki Tono in like a 1970s pimp outfit. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, Bob, I'm going to say we just read this sentence and move on. Project L adds Yasuo. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Man, I'm trying not to beat on this just because it's League of Legends, but th- this game really does have the fucking Realm animations going on, which looks bizarre mm-hmm. on, like, anime-esque models. Also, uh, no Marvel news. Hey, Bob. Yeah. It's not technically news. No, but a lot of people were expecting because they put Marvel versus Capcom 3 into the big, like, mm-hmm. temple of events. Yeah. Uh, Evo, that uh, there would be news. There was not. <laughs> allegedly, Marvel is so fucking disinterested in doing more. Like, they're just completely, like, they not, they're not answering Capcom's calls. Well, they're too busy having a secret invasion of Bob Iger. (laughs) They're too busy with every single Marvel game made in the past five years that wasn't Spider-Man bombing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I I still feel really bad about Midnight Suns bombing, because if they had advertised what that game actually was, which is a big part of it, is walking around the base with your character talking to Marvel characters and having, like, Mass Effect-style dialogue with them, there's a lot of people who would have wanted that. Oh, yeah, for sure. What if we just show you an awful-looking Wolverine and then don't elaborate at all? Right? <laughs> shows you hideous Wolverine. Doesn't elaborate. <laughs> Leaves. Uh, let's move down to King of Fighters. We'll, sure. we'll end with the top note. Okay. Because it's, it's such a positive thing, and that's how you should present it. But anyways, hey, Bob, what's the deal with King of Fighters? Uh, they're adding Dolong. Uh, he's coming out in autumn. Uh <sighs> For people who don't know King of Fighters that well, he is a, a character who was added, I believe, in, like, 12. He's got a weird cone head, and he's got a fighting stance where it looks like he's broken in his own foot. Um, he was neat. I liked him in the old games. Neat to see him here. Uh, they also said that Najaj is releasing this week, so she's basically out, I guess, sometime. Listen, today or tomorrow. Mm. Uh. They gave us King of Fighters uh, 13 global match is coming out November 16th. So they give us a launch date for that. It's neat that that thing's getting um, a re-release. I'm glad we have a date for it now. The Samurai Showdown rollback update is coming in September. It's still not out. I was going to say, had that not happened yet? No, they announced this over a year ago, and they're like, it's gonna, we're trying. <laughs> and it feels like every other month they're like, yeah, it's still coming. It's coming along. Okay? Shut up. <laughs> We're going to do it soon. Please continue to buy copies of Samurai Shona. They won't do that. <laughs> they won't. <laughs> um, and then they showed us the first look at the new Fatal Fury game, which now has a title. Mm. It's Fatal Fury City of the Wolves. That's pretty dope. It is pretty dope. Uh, the, the the visuals though it kind of looks like they just used the same models almost as King of Fighters 15 and put they on look a... much better if you look them at them side by side especially Terry his coat looks so fucking shitty in KOF 15 and it actually looks pretty good in in, in this one 
Okay, I may mean, see this more one to one, but it looked like, oh yeah, we put a little bit of the the uh, Marvelous Capcom sort three sort of filter over it to kind of hide that it still is our basic looking model work. Like I'm sure it's they're built off those models, but they do look like a distinct improvement. All right, hopefully, I'm I'm really excited to see more of this because they showed like very little here. Uh, and then it said, furiously in development. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they also played a bunch of voice clips from other characters. They didn't show, like, my Shirinui and some others I didn't recognize, but someone has a full breakdown of all the different voices. <laughs> so this is this is not going to be a game for good boys and girls. No. No. Obviously okay. not. Not, mm. not once. <laughs> <laughs> we got a little bit of Tekken news as well. Mm. Mm -hmm. So they showed off Raven in the new game. He looks sick, because of course. Yeah. <laughs> what if Blade was a ninja? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it wasn't head explodes. <laughs> but yeah, it looks like he has even more super ninja powers. <laughs> God damn it. Um, uh -huh. And they introduced a brand new character, which is the first new character for this game. Everyone else has been a returning character. Um, Azucena? It's A-Z-U-C-E-N-A. She is the coffee queen of Peru. So she's all about selling coffee in fist fighting people, I guess. Man, Tekken yeah, knows how to a make a character. character. <laughs> yes. That's a fucking character. Yeah, exactly. Cena. Azucena. Azucena! So yeah, Tekken, Tekken's looking great. We still don't have a date, so I assume it's not this year. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. Oh yeah. I feel like the last chance for them to announce it is maybe they announced it at Gamescom. Uh, yeah, I'm, maybe. I'm going to need them to not release that game this year so that way next year's weird as I'm like, uh, number one game from the podcast network is GTA 6. <laughs> number two, Tekken 8. Oh, fucking... That's not true. That'll th those will be number seven and eight, and then the first six will be Nintendo things they launched in the Switch too. <laughs> it's so true. Oh god, they could do an Odyssey like level oh, yeah. game of the first year. Yeah, <laughs> that's insane. What we're looking at is it may have slipped slightly, and if that's the case, it's not a hardware thing. It's a software like they want to have their bangers one hundred percent done. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case. Mm -hmm. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet 2 is our podcast network game of the year. Finished edition. <laughs> Turns out we accidentally made two Pilot Wings games and forgot to release them. Here's a collection. It's also Just worth noting that this character uh, has a rivalry with Lily because her name means Lily. Ah. Oh, I thought it was just because of the tea coffee thing. <laughs> oh, that's oh, so good. That's really good. That's really good. That's awesome. Oh, I love Tekken. They make some good ass characters. Yeah, they do. Um, we got more stuff for Guilty Gear Strive. Uh -huh. Yeah, they announced season pass three is going to be twenty five bucks. Uh, the first character coming is Johnny. It's been long enough. <laughs> How long has I'm it been? Uh, I don't know. Since... Two years. Two years. Something like that. Okay, so so he, he was an yeah, extra. Yeah, he was in the last game. Okay. Like, yeah, there's not been a game he's missed. I was going to be like... I'm, I'm excited for my man. patented online Johnny gameplay where I start the match, I throw all eight coins, 
I whip missed minor and then I rip the, the cable out of my PS5. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you do it. I think that's the, the Johnny classic. We call that a number one on the menu. I think it's funny. Johnny's design hasn't changed at all in any iteration. Not even I one thing. They, I think they removed his tassels. He had tassels on the skull in Exert, I think. Did he? I believe so. I think like his little, yeah, his little skulls had tassels. Oh my God. The, his, the, the things on his chest. Now I'm just like, they, his they, lack of nipples. They <laughs> made him sluttier, I guess. Cause now his, his jacket is just like, no, you can see his cum gutters. They're right there. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> that explains it. I, I, I saw Chris tweet that, and I'm, I'm looking around for pictures of Johnny Cage that are like that, and I'm like, nothing's coming up. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> hey, Bob. Hey. Um, uh, they're, they're also adding uh, new stages and new characters for this pass. Uh, okay. I think two stages and um, another... Uh, t- one more character this year, and then two characters next year for this pass. Okay. Uh, we don't know anything about what those are going to be. They are also adding new moves to old characters. So that's neat. And this is free. That's not something. And that's not a part of the season that's pass. That's not part of the season pass. Thank God. Pay to get my character rebalanced. Um, and they're adding new offensive defense mechanics. Like there's something called a wild assault, which is a lunging attack that will be different for each character. And a deflect shield, which can apparently block any sort of attack, which... That sounds really interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious how these things will play out. This game really does need some rebalancing, reworking, and make it more interesting. Um, yeah, I was going to say it needs more interesting angles, kind of like Street Fighter Six has. So, yeah, that these sound like it could attempt that. Mm-hmm. And so that's really exciting news. Uh, now we got all the Street Fighter Six news. <laughs> Is there a reason we're skipping Mortal Kombat? Oh, whoops. <laughs> no, I, uh, my eyes glanced over it. Um, Mortal Bob's Com- like, uh, yes, I hate Havoc. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, first off, so you do remember I. Havoc. <laughs> Secondly, you remember him and hate him. Yeah, basically anyone from those PS2 games should probably never be mentioned again. What about MoCap? I was going to say, before we begin, is MoCap in this news? <laughs> not, no, no, he's not. <laughs> Who I the know, right? fuck is Serena? Uh, <sighs> guardian of the moon <laughs> reminds me of a west side story um they did a big trailer they showed reptile ashura havoc were all regal characters serena is a cameo fighter she is another character from one of those ps2 games cool no, she's from she's she's a she was a fucking boss in uh, mortal kombat and thought like the sub-zero thing oh is mythologies she's, she's in mythologies huh. and i think she was in one of she was in one of those like ps what one of those Fifth gen ports of Mortal Kombat. That's funny. It's fucking shit. I really like what they did with Reptile, where he's a guy now. Yeah, like he's they, he's like normally a big lizard man. The whole the whole being a dude is just camo. You're telling and, me and the that, normal form of him is the giant reptile. Yes, and that he just wears a people skin like he's a a, a character in Tower of Fantasy. Yes, according to the trailer. He has the unique ability amongst his race to turn into a human form, which makes his own people hate him. 
Uh, I, I do think it's interesting on the story front how this game seems to be, like, moving people from, like, the good side over to the evil side and from the evil side over to the good side. Mm-hmm. I think that's a kind of interesting thing they're doing. Yeah. You gotta shake it up. Yeah, even though Astro's from a uh, PS bad PS2 one, she had a really interesting design mechanic. Apparently she's some demon that's, like, purged all her evil, so she's, like got holy powers now yeah it was cool as shit i was flashing back to magic the gathering shit where i'm just like that's the coolest thing i've ever seen when i was a kid but havoc sucks <laughs> yeah this trailer is really sick and it, it unfortunately pushed me closer to picking this game up for 70 dollars right this is a lot of fucking money yeah and every time they show the here are the cool crossover characters we're doing, I can't help but laugh. I know it's... this really cool trailer with all their own individual lore building up stuff from Mortal Kombat. That's cool. Right. It ends with <laughs> here's Homelander. Yeah, yeah here's, here's Homelander. Homelander. And that guy from that meme that you see on the internet. Yeah, like I don't even know his name. <laughs> He's the meme Omni guy. Man. Yeah, I guess. Omni Man. Yeah, I think that's who I'm talking about. I just the yell, the one who yells at the Invincible Kid. Yeah, J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Yes. Uh, see, I'm excited for these characters just so I can see the compilation video of all their unique intros with other characters. Mm -hmm. Those are always fun. But other than that. <laughs> yeah no th that'll never stop being funny yeah but yeah this was a really sick trailer i really appreciated all the story stuff in it uh the character designs looked really really cool i cannot believe the only trailer i saw until i needed to grab the picture for the thumbnail mm -hmm. for this very video we are in right now was this aside from the thing that I had to watch for that, which was Aki from Street Fighter Six, <laughs> which I only ever because for some reason Twitter only showed me the very ending shot of Aki just going eh! as the purple comes over the whole image, and I uh -huh. told Bob I was like, that thing would come out of Jury if she used the Yamato to stand stab herself and make a stand appear like fucking Nero from <laughs> Devil May Cry Four. I didn't realize it was a normal person at any point. I oh. thought it was an energy snake being. <laughs> so uh, she uh, poisons the main character in Street Fighter VI. Uh-huh. They didn't show her fight at all, did they? No, they just showed her off in that cutscene. <laughs> That's um, so fucking funny. She poisons children. Wait, what? <laughs> they, they, they showed the design earlier as sketches. Man, that hairstyle going to 3D is weird. It looks oh, wrong. I didn't, I didn't even get to see the 2D stuff. I just saw the hairstyle. I was like, okay, so it's like the samurai straw hat with yeah, the cutout legs in the front. It's some real it's 90s anime ninja shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was there anything else with Street Fighter 6, Bob? Yeah. Perhaps something that we've gotten to in the fullness of Turtles in Time. <laughs> there's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles crossover. Uh, there's Avatar costumes, emotes, and titles, and they're all really overpriced. It's like 15 bucks to dress your avatar <laughs> off like a turtle for each turtle. Mm. So if you want to be Donatello, $15. If you want to be Michelangelo, another $15. Something, something Hyperstone heist. <laughs> <laughs> Did I do it? <laughs> um, <laughs> the but the cool parts—they turn the battle up. Um, like they cover in a lot of turtle stuff. 
the battle hub is where you go to play online matches and stuff as well as arcade units uh they played the, a remix of the teen mutant ninja turtle scene which i believe is a new mix i've never heard it before which it doesn't say too much i don't watch a ton of teen mutant ninja turtles <laughs> yeah, um, you haven't even seen the new movie no for all you know it's from the new movie <laughs> I it, it's that. not <laughs> don't tell him that bob you should go watch the new movie <laughs> The movie's good. Okay. That, I believe it. that great movie looked good from all the trailers. It better be good. Uh-huh. Um, Yuriko Hibiki, Dan's sister, sells Yuzis. She appeared in the Battle Hub to do it. <laughs> um, she's like made in the character and looks incredibly tired. <laughs> I did not know Dan Hibiki had a sister. Yeah, I they didn't keep, either. They keep rolling her out like in five as well to sell you stuff. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> Yeah, I think she was. I think the very first time she appeared was in was like this really small, like moe blob looking girl in Marvel versus Street Fighter. Oh, that sounds right. Yeah. So, Bob, how much would you pay to be a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? <laughs> I, I I wouldn't pay anything. You can make a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle with the character creator oh, already, no. as I've seen oh, online. Oh no. <laughs> it looks like a 1950s Halloween costume. It's yeah, horrifying. It's, it's a nightmare. Yes. <laughs> they should all look like uh, the one shot from the original movie where you can see the see actors the inside <laughs> screaming. Uh, Evo Japan 2024 set for April 27th through 29th and Evo 2024 set for July 26th through 28th. And that's it for the Evo news except. Go ahead. And Evo <laughs> received the key to the Las Vegas strip, which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, they also, August 6th is now officially Evo Day in Las Vegas. Which means crime is legal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what that means. You can fight in these streets now. <laughs> did, did, the, did the mayor or whatever say you're all free now? And punch down a wall. I wish. Damn. He did say that the key let them get away was whatever they wanted tonight. Ooh. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, that's not the right crowd to say that shit to. Ah, <laughs> true. True. Sorry, we had an Evo moment. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then the fire spread. Uh, let's go through the Pokemon Presents really fast. Sure. I'm going to do it. Here we go. Detective Pikachu Returns is out October 6th, as shown elsewhere. $50, not $60. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Or everyone listed it incorrectly simultaneously in the same wrong way. <laughs> Paldea Pokemon are coming to Pokemon Go. They will have Pokemon gone. <laughs> this is happening in September. Mewtwo is coming to Pokemon Unite. Is it just Mewtwo? Well, just he, the two forms of Mewtwo? Yeah, he does just two forms. Yeah, he transforms. He shouldn't, though. Just so we're clear, they should not have ever given him those two forms. That is the dumbest shit in the world. I am still living through the mistakes of fucking six gens. Anyways, that's cool. Pokemon Unite, second fucking anniversary of that fucking thing. That is insane. Nimona and Palmot have been added to Pokemon Master Sex. Dope. It was weird. Nimona has a voice now. Yeah. It's always just frustrating when they get voices for this and not the main game. 
Especially with Scarlet and Violet, which is which has cutscenes framed like there should be voice acting. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like like, is, is this what yeah. the DLC gives us? Voice acting, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, people are rediscovering the bullshit RNG of Pokemon trading card game because that shit's out on the Nintendo Switch Online along with Pokemon Stadium too. So you can play great mini games just like Bob got to on that one stream. This is a good media games. Uh, and then, you know, we had our general Pokemon Scarlet and Violet news. Um, you and me too are in it. Isn't that cool? Yeah, I, I wrote down the full name of this because I thought it was insane. The name of this event is called Get Mew and Mewtwo. Add Mew to your team and challenge the mightiest mark. Who's that- the mightiest mark? And then a finger comes out of the TV. <laughs> 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 it's you <laughs> how can i be the mightiest mark i fold so easily anyways this event is september 1st through 18th uh and then we got dlc trailers for let me let me do what it was the, the first one's like teal mask mm-hmm. i'm like oh that's cool uh diplin do we have opinions on Diplin? I think it's really funny. I think Diplin's fucking hilarious. It's the best version of that thing so far. <laughs> <laughs> now, is this good or bad? It's <laughs> better. Okay. Hey, the I, next I, I, gonna put nuts on it, and Agro's like, okay, I'm clapping. <laughs> I love Appleton. Appleton is great. Dragon D's nuts. <laughs> God. You'd think Agro would be more supportive of the first grass dragon. You think Although he, I guess that's actually not true. The first grass dragon, I think, is um the uh Agro. What is the what is Jin? What is Sun and Moon? What is that region? Why have you done this? Um, I uh, could have answered this if you didn't fucking put me on the spot like uh, this. Uh, oh my god. They Alola. go to Alola. Alola. Alolan Executor, I think, is the first grass dragon. Oh, yeah, I think that's, that's the correct, dragon yeah. for some reason. Oh, god, because it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, we also got a photo taking minigame where you take pictures of a Pokemon and you're like, do you approve, lady? <laughs> She's like, there's already it. so much a twi- art on Twitter of me. I can't really approve <laughs> of anything anymore. <laughs> so you remember when you did those battles in uh, Scarlet and Violet against those teams that had the enemy camps? And mm-hmm. every- it seems like they might do more things with that. Yeah. And then they didn't. So there's a mini game in this where you drive a bike around and you pop a bunch of balloons. And my first thought was, hey, that might have been maybe worked on for... Anything that was different in those, and here it is in the DLC as expected. Uh, there's a selfie stick. I actually missed that. Yeah, they're adding a selfie stick. I think they called it like a roto stick or something. Yeah, because it goes in your rope. Ro- Rotom. Alola. I'm not trying to think if they have a specific name for the phone version. Rofone. Ro- Rotom phone. Ring, ring, ring. <laughs> Rototo phone. <laughs> Uh, second DLC. I did not remember the name of that. Indigo Disc, I believe. <laughs> Star Platinum. <laughs> uh, set in an underwater facility with four different biomes. Damn, that is just crazy that they're like, here's another just fucking open world. Yeah. New Elite Four uh, flying added to the mount, maybe, because they show it doing boom into the night sky. Yes. <laughs> As you're like, whoa, dumpy bike away. 
that's gonna make uh, room into the nice guy two coming out next year look real bad That seems to be on Unreal 5 and look immaculate. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. True. True. It's going to have ray tracing and nanite and run like shit. Yes. Shog <laughs> <laughs> into the night sky. <laughs> uh, you can make a custom club room. Yeah, those things look pretty cool. Uh, you can customize your Pokeball throw style. Sick. That actually took me by surprise when they yeah, said that. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, what? We, we need more of that to come back. Like that, let me put stickers on the ball again. Let me customize all that shit. And let me teach Chatot some words <laughs> to go online with. <laughs> no, officer, I didn't say it. I was thinking about wrestling. <laughs> My bird was thinking about... My bird was thinking about Minnie Mouse. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I let my bird listen to Iono's streams and she says some shit. She said some shit, officer. Uh, and they also showed the horrible thing in this thumbnail, the Raikou evolution, where its neck is so wrong. So long, and it became the thing for Horizon? Yes. The tall neck or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's okay. Um, they didn't I, mention that in the roundup. It might not have been real. You might have all hallucinated it. Oh, okay. I, I think <laughs> I think that there's one of the dinosaurs with the long necks has a name that means Thunder Lizard. And that's what it's a reference to. <laughs> oh, That was that was as a as a Pokemon Direct goes, somehow I covered two Scarlet and Violet, two mainline series, you know, mainline entry DLCs. Mm -hmm. And it still felt like thin. Yeah, they, they kind of padded with way too much other stuff. If they just came out and showed us this in I mean, uh, we didn't even talk about the Pokemon Cafe shit. Yeah. Yeah, so like, there was even more shit yeah, that we should talk about. And and like two animes announced and a bunch of esports, and it's like This probably did not need to be here. They're like, we're going to bring this guy on the stage to talk about our Pokemon World Tournament. And he's like, hello, I'm Pokemon Esportsman. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Tap, 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 tap. You want to come to Yokohama? No, no, not for this. I mean, yes, but no, not for that. <laughs> no. Uh, but that's it. That is it. That is it. That's it. I've had enough. That's really it. That's it. I'm quitting now, so that way next week I don't have to learn about the after years. <laughs> That's important. Uh, Agro, you got anything going on in the next week? Uh, I'm going to go see a boat movie. So oh, that's that's, that's going to be that's, pretty good. That's pretty cool. I'm going to continue to sit on my couch vibrating violently waiting for Baldur's Gate to hit console. <laughs> but in the interim, I know Armored Core is there, so... yeah. And that's going to be so good. That's something to live for. You know what I always look forward to? The, the constant flow of VR games on PSVR 2 that I might be able to afford, but really shouldn't buy all of. So I just every week says, uh, patience. Every week is restraint. Mm -hmm. I do, this week was me not buying the room. I should just every week coming with what i'm not buying this week it would be so much cheaper dan i've heard the psvr 2 has no games yeah sure what what end of ign do you cover again 
I think they're all I the think, ass in. <laughs> I think you should have to legally be required if you're going to post shit like the PSVR 2 has no games. You have to say how many VR headsets you own. I like, you should even, just have to say that. You I should have to include that. I don't even know if that was his problem. It, it, it really, at the root of it all, you could say running a Tesla podcast is his problem, but... <laughs> We're we're not gonna talk about this anymore. Um, and Chris, what do you got going on in the next week? Uh, I'm gonna stream more core tour, and I'm gonna get to Final Fantasy IV: The After Years and Four Stand to know what's in that game. <laughs> this fucking sucks. I'm gonna go <laughs> run over myself with my car. I'm like, this key fob has to have a backup. <laughs> do not stop putting on it somewhere. I'm sorry, Dan, you have to know the eight different ways Kane gets cucked in the sequel that are all distinct from one another. Oh, you're all busy tonight having sex with each other. All 16 of you women I know. I see. Okay. Well, have fun. I would hate if my penis was there. <laughs> Goodbye. Bob and I, tomorrow and Sunday, tentatively the plan. The plan, right? Unless something goes horribly wrong. How have we made the word the plan? The, the phrase, the plan, this curse. Was this his plan used to be it? And now it's just if you say the plan. <laughs> so what we need to do is like substitute with a code word. Okay. Like Kekaku. <laughs> Good. No one will ever be able to translate that super word. Right? <laughs> so... The Keikaku going forward is that on Friday and Sunday, Bob and I will be streaming approximately at the low end 15 hours each of Paper Mario, the Thousand Year Door, which is until they release the Super Mario RPG remake, the conclusion of Mario RPG month, both out of fear and the fact that too many of these fucking things are on the uh, 3DS and Super Paper Mario is arguably not an RPG and all these other things. This is such a drama-filled discussion. But I am looking forward to Super Mario RPG Remake. That's going to be like eating cheesecake. <laughs> delicious, delicious cheesecake. I'm really excited for a Thousand Year Door. I have no doubt it's way better than the first one. Because that was the beginning, right? Right. Mario like, and Luigi's this... so good because that guy got to make Super Mario RPG and then make that. <laughs> yeah, this is there. Like, we have the GameCube now. It won't chug. Right. It better not. They might have hired a composer. They better have. <laughs> Maybe a writer. That'd be cool. That would be really cool. <laughs> we'll see everything tomorrow. Yeah, we literally have no idea what the hell we're walking into. So, anyway, that's the plan. I'm past that. I don't know. Bob, are we even going to stream next Friday or are we just done? I don't know. Man. I think we're just done. I think we covered every franchise. Obviously. Yeah. We did every stream we ever promised and we covered every franchise. I mean, you will by then know what's in the after years and we'll have walked into the ocean. So, yeah, that's true. And I don't really see that being conducive to streaming. Thinking <laughs> about it now, I realize there's no point in any of it after that. <laughs> really adds perspective <laughs> it really does well that's gonna do it for big thick dimension goodbye <laughs>
Thank you very much for watching this episode of Big Thing to Mention. Big Thing to Mention is only possible because of <laughs> I just remembered the joke I'm making and checking please. I should not do that during the Patreon. <laughs> uh, Patreon.com slash TV podcast. That's where you support us watching 10 fucking grueling episodes of Chugging Bleach in one sitting. Why?